0: this week's episode of here's what i'll get is brought to you in part by women in writing women in writing guaranteed to be a a script where things happen but not in any logical manner or where actions build reactions which cause more actions women in writing get yours today at DisneyPlus.com forward slash wandavision back to Here's What I Don't Get, from north to south, east to west, the only formerly Marvel fan podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Ted Burt, and with me today, as always, my friend, Tim the Handlebreaker. Welcome back, Tim. How's it going? It is going great. I watched a lot of WandaVision today, and by a lot, I mean one episode, but it felt like an eternity.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, boy, boy, we got a lot Yikes. going on this week. I went out of town this weekend yep. uh, with my family for my sister's birthday. We went down around Broken Bow, which is the site of Klingon first contact in Star Trek Enterprise. That's right. And one of the funny things about that is it's something that I've noticed in all media, right, is that I, they'll show people from Oklahoma and everybody in Oklahoma talks like this, like, uh-huh. yeah, "Oh, come on, y'all, you you, you huns, you'll be you'll be just fine. Come on in here." Yeah. yeah. Uh, nobody in Oklahoma talks like that, except for in the very very south where it's almost Texas or Arkansas. Yes. And uh, so Broken Bow is one of those. The other thing Broken Bow doesn't have uh, is a lot of corn. I
2: was going to say electricity and running water.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so in the episode of Star Trek, this Klingon ship crashes in a cornfield in Oklahoma. Now, I know people don't know a lot about Oklahoma. Oklahoma doesn't have a lot we of don't corn. Have corn. And Broken Bow specifically, not a big flat wasteland of nothing like Iowa or Kansas. Uh-huh. It's it's part of the Kiyomichi Mountains. So it's not it's not the Rockies by any stretch of the imagination, sure, sure. but it's nice like foothills like, yeah, of yeah. the Ozarks type stuff. Uh, and so that's why it, it was, it was just weird. It was weird being down there. I've never been there before, but you know, you see it on TV and I knew it was going to be different than it was yeah, on yeah. TV. Of course, of course it's going to be different, but it was still uh, the other thing that annoyed me, you know, you go to some of these places, like there's Vulcan Canada, right. And they have a big, Sign about you know Star Trek, sure, sure. You go to Riverside, Iowa, feature birthplace yeah, of yeah. James T. Kirk, and they've got a sign. And so, I thought maybe there'd be some acknowledgement. Of course, no, not, for course, not. you Star Trek fans. You know what? There were a lot of pictures of what Bigfoot, uh, because Bigfoot's totally real. Like, as yeah. long as we're going with tall, uh, strong, wild people, yeah. Klingons are way more <laughs> probable than Bigfoot. Uh, no, it was it was a nice time though. It was a uh, nice to get away from like all the TV and hustle and bustle on the computers and whatnot. Cool. What about you, Tim?
2: How's your week been? The exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, time came to uh, to write the the write up uh, for last week's episode. Yes. And I I, had, I don't think I've done this before, but I texted you and said, "Hey, uh, I, I need you to handle this." Uh, I was dealing with computer trouble which I will get into later. Yeah. Uh, for a solid day. And by day I mean 24 hours. Wow. Yeah. That's miserable. I hate yeah. dealing with computers like that.
0: Makes you just want to th- throw them out.
2: Makes you want to become a luddite.
0: Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what a what a miserable invention that has like simultaneously improved and completely ruined our entire lives. Basically. Ah, uh, man. There was something else I was going to talk about at the beginning of the episode. Now I forgot what it was because I didn't write it down. Got to start writing things Not smart. down. Yeah.
2: It's the reason we got these things. Yeah,
0: that is the reason why we got these things. It's been very handy because I write down issues as I think of them uh-huh. and I keep keep track of like well, do gets and many issues.
2: Sometimes you write them down, but you're drunk. <laughs> yeah, and so, so, so <laughs> they're completely illiterate.
0: It's fun. It's fun though.
2: Like sometimes you want a Jungle 2 Jungle sequel, <laughs> but it doesn't exist. <laughs>
0: Uh we're live streaming this week's episode again. I think this might be this might be our our last or penultimate uh live stream to all of the patrons and then moving forward, they'll be scheduled ahead of time and sent out to five dollar and up patrons yep once I'm sure we've worked out all the kinks but this setup seems to be working pretty decently well as far as setups go. It's amazing when you buy cameras that are two hundred dollars instead of cameras that are 50. Uh, 50 so <laughs> speaking of expensive cameras oh yeah i uh i bought a new 4k camera so that there's a couple of projects that we've been talking about working on you know and they'll be easier if we have two cameras uh-huh. and there's been some stuff that i've done where i've had to borrow your camera so now i bought i want I bought the exact same camera tim has yeah because tim knows about cameras but tim knows about uh being smart with your money so he bought a, he bought a really good <laughs> camera for a decent price yeah so when i started looking for a camera he said you know you could there might be a better option when it really comes down to it we want something that has similar color temperature similar file sizes so if we're editing these two cameras together our baseline is pretty much even yeah yeah. so i just said you know what i'm just gonna buy the exact same camera and an extra lens and you know a bag to hold it all in and some accessories to, you know, like extra SD cards, yeah, extra yeah. batteries, all that stuff you need when you're your film gear fits in a backpack and you just walk out somewhere and shoot. Something. Yes. So we bought these, I, I, I bought this, ordered it and, uh, First off, the shipping got all fucky, where it was like, this will be delivered on Monday, March 1st. And I said, okay, that's fine. I'm... And then suddenly it's like, this will be delivered Sunday, February 28th. And I go, okay, that's that's fine too. And then it gets delivered on Saturday when I'm not home, uh. Uh, which is annoying. But it was fine. Someone got it. Uh, anyway, I get home Sunday, and I'm very excited to pull this camera out, make sure everything works, get everything lined out, and pack my new camera bag that i bought with it sure. so that everything's in there and it's like boom i can just grab this the next time we need to do something like next friday yeah a- and time sensitive time somewhat time sensitive so i I pull out the camera box i'm looking at it and i go okay and you know there's the camera i open up the box i pull the camera out camera looks a little different than i thought yours looked like but then uh-huh. i realize this is a silver one I thought I ordered a black one, but silver—that's even better because then it's like I've got a silver one, you've got a black one. Everything else internally but is the same. It's
2: just color. It's just a color.
0: Yeah. It just—it's good. It'll make it easy to differentiate if we both set our camera down on one table. I can go, oh, that one's mine. It's silver. But then I pull out the lens. Yeah. And the lens on your camera is about two and a half inches round. You'd yeah. say, yeah, right yeah, about there. I pull this camera lens out, and it's about an inch and three quarters. Yep. And I go, what is this? A baby lens? What is going on with this? <laughs> And then I go to look, I look at the box, and instead of saying uh, DMC G85, uh-huh. it says DMC G7K. And I go, well, man, that's a weird model number. And then I Google that DMC G7K, and it's a way less expensive camera. <laughs> they sent me the wrong fucking camera, Amazon. Yep. It's like ah, fucking one camera, other camera. Who gives a shit? It's a camera. Never mind all the fucking accessories that came in the same box. Don't these all say G eighty five? That says G seven. <laughs> you dumb moron. Oh yeah, this this it wasn't it. He ordered a G seven camera and a bunch of G eight supplies. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> So I go, I go on Amazon and I go to file a return and replace uh-huh. them. And automated system, return and replace. Yes, I'd like a replacement. Oh, you can't get a replacement. All you can get is a return. They want to give me, make force me to return it because if I return it and get a refund, one, I have to send it back to them, uh-huh. and then the money credits my account, and then I can order a new one. And since I no longer have Prime. It'll just be whenever they f- get around to yeah, sending yeah, it, yeah, right? Yeah. Whereas if they have to send a replacement because they fucked up, they have to send it as quickly as possible and they just have to send it. They have to hope that I put this other one in the mail. <laughs> yeah. Uh, otherwise, they'll charge my credit card. But the the point being that I don't want to do that. So I then I, I try the automated form. That doesn't work. I try the chat. The chat sends me to the automated form. Yeah, yeah. So then I finally just called them, and on the phone, the lady's like, oh yeah, I can issue a replacement. It'll be there Wednesday. And now it's scheduled to be here on Tuesday. And I'm, I'm still pissed about this. Yeah. How do you put the wrong fucking camera in the box? Yeah. I mean, that's gotta be, it's got a barcode on it. Surely yeah. went boop, And it should have gone. No, that's, no, that's not <laughs> the right camera. You guys I, couldn't fuck up and send me the G9 or the GH5, man. the more expensive camera. <laughs> no, you send me some cheap piece of shit. <laughs> if I got a GH5, i been like, this is great. I'm not saying a <laughs> word. But you send me some piece of shit camera that doesn't have this motion stabilization. It yep. has a bunch of the fuck. It doesn't have a uh, auto-focusing lens. That's why that lens is so much cheaper. Oh, yeah. okay.
2: It's
0: like you motherfuckers. You cheaped on me real big time. I want, not only do I want this, this new camera sent double quick, but the big guy better give me a fucking hand job when he gets here. (laughs) Knock, 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 sir. I have your replacement order. And if you'd like to whip out your wiener, I will gladly jerk you off. (laughs) You're damn right. You'll gladly jerk me off. Ah, couldn't be more pissed about that. That just, just getting screwed by fucking shipping once again. And then to top that off, to top that off, speaking of terrible shipping companies, Uh, I ordered during the, during the ice, some water got into a chip in my paint and blew this huge half dollar size uh, paint chip off of my, the strip that's above my windshield, but below the convertible top. Yeah. So I didn't want to take it to a body shop to have it fixed because that's gonna be several hundred dollars. Uh, But I found a touch up paint kit, spray paint that I can just do myself. And I did a test. I did a test swatch and it looks pretty close. And especially being that that piece doesn't directly meet up with any other painted surface. I think it'll blend in just fine. So I ordered that and it was delivered by FedEx. Right. And I live at 4821 South uh, Memorial drive. Uh Right. And they delivered it to 4825 South Memorial drive. But I didn't get notified of that. I just received a, a message that said your item has been delivered and it didn't show up in the afternoon when I checked it, it showed up at like nine at night, eight, okay. eight or nine at night. Yeah. So all of a sudden my phone buzzes, your item has been delivered. And I go out on the front porch, there's nothing here. <laughs> and I go look in the bushes and I'm looking at the trash cans and I'm pulling up more detailed information on the tracking. It was left at the front door. I'm like, these mother... Because they've done this before. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, uh, we got a package that was not ours, but it was the same numbers, but it was a different street. Oh, yes. So I took it and I drove to that place. And when I got there, there was a package on their porch. It was about the same size and shape. And so I, I dropped the one that was definitely theirs off. And then I thought, well, maybe let me check that one. And I turn it around. Sure enough, that's our fucking package. Yeah. Yeah. So I took that one. I'm sure it looked like a thief. Sure. So I'm going around, and I'm thinking, I really don't want to walk to the next street over. I don't really want to go get my keys and drive either. I really just want to go yell at someone. But fortunately, I went a couple doors down and see a package on the porch, and I go, is that mine? I walk over. Yep, yeah, sure enough. Sons of bitches.
2: Man. So FedEx, there's another one negative against you, you fuckers. Have you seen that new uh, mail truck? The new usb The new, like, duck build yeah <laughs> that thing is real goofy it's looking. it's real goofy looking uh oh. the it's yeah you said, you said duck bill that's a good term for it because it's super it's really flat and just juts out for seemingly I, I no think reason they should have gone like they need to that front of windshield needs to like slope out more mm-hmm. to kind of meet it to kind of meet it or they need to just go flat yeah go straight flat
0: I wonder if this is going to be, uh, I assume the plan is to make it an LLV like the old ones and have them last for 50 years. Yeah. So maybe they're hoping that in 50 years, cars look really fucking stupid, being that we're going to all these cars for homosexuals. Electric skateboards. Which I'll be getting into in one of my <laughs> issues this week. So speaking of that, Tim, what is your first issue this week?
2: Here's where I don't get the obfuscation on Max uh so my computer problem wasn't it wasn't a computer problem it was a mac problem yeah there's a difference big difference uh so i was working on some music and uh i was working on that for a couple hours and uh then i needed to work on a video so i started working on the video using final cut pro of course um on my mac i'm all in on the mac uh software because why else would i have the mac exactly um so, I'm using Final Cut Pro, and I get the video to a point where I like it. I need one more thing, but I need Apple's Motion software to use, to do it. Which Motion is...
0: is uh, After Effects for
2: Apple. Basically, After Effects for Final Cut. So, I go and download Motion, uh, go to install it, and it says, hey, you need the next update ios
0: 11.0654327 and you have 0.6 basically with a six yeah yeah
2: so i go okay that's not a huge update fine i'll do it close everything download the update let it update that take of course takes way longer than it should yeah um so that thing's about 45 minutes that's done i open up the motion installer install it again and then it starts running, but nothing happens. Yeah. Uh, it opens up like the little preview square mm-hmm. uh, where usually it would say like I'm loading this stuff, but it's not saying anything. And then when you, you right click on the on the dock. It just says un- not, not responsive. So I quit it. Try to Try a couple more times. It's not doing anything. Uninstall it. Reinstall it. Same thing. I go, well, I did all this sh- this shit for nothing. Well, fuck it. I'll go back and finish the video. I go to open final cut. Final cut will not open. Well, it's, it's doing the same thing. Basically it's opening. As soon as I go to open a project, it freezes up and I go, well, shit, (laughs) that's not good. So I uninstall final cut and I reinstall it and the same thing is happening. So now, uh, this update has Borked my new software. It's 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 a uh, it's Borked my video software and I'm hoping it hasn't Borked my audio software. So I go to open logic and luckily logic is just fine for now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now telling For now is yeah. is a very important distinction to make cuz at any moment the whole thing Cuz is- if
2: cuz if logic was Borked I was like I was going to say fuck it, spend 30 minutes getting every single file I needed that is you know hugely important to me onto a drive and bricking the whole thing uh it was i mean it was it was hey uh can i borrow your gun <laughs> yeah absolutely that's where no i was No questions going. asked <laughs> i was gonna go fuck it i'm moving from logic to uh ableton yeah i'm I'm, I'm gonna go from final cut to uh back, back to premiere back, premiere back Premier. uh and i was this close to just Calling it quits. Calling it quits. Yeah, I so, couldn't blame you. So what I end up looking up, I end up looking up all these, like, how to fix this, right? Apparently, when you uninstall something on a Mac... It doesn't uninstall it. It It's the Windows equivalent of deleting the .exe file. Yeah. Um, It doesn't... Because if you want to have it
0: again, uh-huh. it needs to be quick and easy for them to... And Put to j ju- to just work. And easy, yeah. quick and easy yeah.
2: to just work. Um Yeah, so so I look it I look it up and it's like and it says uh download this third party program. So I did. And luckily whoever made these these things are geniuses. They're not geniuses,
0: they're just more frustrated than you
2: yeah yeah and, uh, and they're
0: in a situation where they have they have to use this that's the thing because is everyone like, else in their office is doing it so they're just
2: fucking hampered. that's the thing is that like the fact that these programs even exist these third-party programs to fix like mac os problems like how many like when something on windows borks
0: How many third-party programs are there to fix that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, none. Yeah. Well, none that I can think of. Yeah. I've never run into a problem where I had to download a third-party software to solve, like, a a Windows-Microsoft Word issue or a Windows Games Now or whatever the fuck it's called problem.
2: Anything – yeah, anything you need to fix through Windows, you just fix it through Windows. Not the Mac. Not Macs. No. Uh, So it's this third-party program that will – Completely uninstall a program. Uninstall every like stuff from the registry, like stuff that you can't get to on Max because it needs to just work. So they obfuscate all of this extra stuff. Um, so I run that, uh, and luckily that did the trick, got me going where I need to. But then at that point, I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna download the new versions of both like, of these programs, of the newest versions that I can of Final Cut in Motion um and uh now i say download versions because clearly i'm not paying for this stuff yeah uh who would who would yeah. i mean so like the i think the easiest way to do it is to get the student thing which comes with logic and final cut and motion and two other compressor and something else for 200 bucks which is amazingly which is uh, admittedly an amazing deal yeah um i think
0: logic is what 150 by itself uh 200 200 by itself i think so yeah, oh. yeah. it's gone up then
2: uh no since, uh, since logic, last since you checked yeah because logic used to be like a thousand dollars
0: yeah they dropped the price though considerably about a Couple decade years ago, ago. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah yeah um
0: because they they stopped wanting they stopped competing with pro tools on features and yes. started to make it up through volume by making a pro a pro tools competitor viable for the home studio enthusiast yes which is
2: yeah. why i use logic yeah uh, instead of pro tools um but yeah i was working for a couple hours on like when i when i was actually working with stuff is about five hours and all this stuff uh basically i've been working for i think by the time i got the video exported by the end of the by the end of it uh was 22 hours wow And, and 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 about two three hours of that was sleep while i was waiting for the mac to update um they
0: just work man they
2: just work and so when i brought up the the not using the official versions i can't use the official versions why not because i want on a mac mini from late 2012 ah and it just won't let you at use some them. Point, up, at some point the uh, at some point final cut is uh, incompatible with that mac because fuck you and and you can't download previous versions ah the way to download a previous version of a, of software on mac is to have that version installed. Nice. So, uh, if you want version fourteen of Final Cut, and we're and they're on version sixteen, uh, and you just you'll go download Final Cut, it'll say, "Hey, you can't run Final Cut." <laughs> so the the so the key to that is to go find someone who has it installed. who has version fourteen of the OS installed, and say, "Hey, I need you to download, I, I need to download Final Cut."
0: <laughs> wow they just worked him you should yeah. just buy a new one you should just buy a new
2: thousand dollar uh paperweight that's, see that's how they get you because at some point in this process that went through my mind
0: ah where you thought i should just go buy mini. i should new just mac go buy Min. the
2: mac the newer mac mini
0: oh that's embarrassing it's only i'm embarrassed for you
2: under it's only it's it's under a thousand dollars Surely, surely it's worth it. 2020 Mac Mini, 699 The The base one, yeah, yeah. the base one's $699. Yeah, eight,
0: gigabit, 8 gigabytes of RAM, 256 megabytes uh, or gigabytes of storage. And it's the
2: M1 chip, not an Intel chip. that's, their, that's their no, own no, no, new no, no.
0: Oh, that one is the M1 too. Yeah. yeah, here it is at Best Buy for 900 with a 512 gigabyte solid state drive, yeah. but still only 8 gigs of RAM.
2: Yeah, which uh, mine has.
0: Can you... Uh, can you I know you could change the RAM in the older... Because I have a 2010 Mac Mini, too. And yeah. I know you can change the, update the RAM. Yeah. I don't think you can do it in the new ones. I, th- I don't think they so. They don't have the twist bottom that twists no. off to change out the... And I don't think stu- you can change shit. the hard drive, either. Yeah. Oh, that's... Uh, what a piece of shit. $700. bucks. you are going to spend 700 bucks to be able to run a program. I was, looking at, I was looking
2: at it, man. I was looking at it. I was like, well, Sweetwater sells Macs for music production and they've got they'll, they'll do payments yeah let me sign that's up for this credit let you. me sign up for this credit card to fix the problem I have with your OS Yeah,
0: that's how they get you meanwhile I can download software for Windows 95 and run it on my computer in compa- yeah. compatibility mode but all that takes is right click compatibility mode no problems and even if you don't do that It'll usually run okay,
2: you know. And, and if it doesn't, Windows can usually say, "Hey, this is an old this. This shit is old. Run in compatibility mode. Yes, or not even. Not, it won't even tell you to run in compatibility mode. It will say, "Hey, would you like me to do this for you? Yeah. And then you just click yes.
0: Yeah. You don't even have to know that that's a feature that you have. Yeah. uh what an embarrassing. What an embarrassing. I feel embarrassed for anybody that. That talks about Macs as if they work because, you know, they don't, they don't do anything on it other than the Facebook machine. Yep. Like they're never, they have never used a software that is finicky in any format. Yep. Or run into those fringe use categories, which then makes it even more embarrassing because I, I don't get me wrong. I would pay two grand for a laptop, five grand for a laptop, right? If that laptop could do everything yes. and literally never had any problems. Yeah. But I know I'm a fringe user who's gonna run into these like invisible walls, so to uh-huh. speak, of of the computing video game. And th- it's gonna frustrate me beyond belief because I know those invisible walls aren't aren't gonna be there on my, you know, my my PC that I use, my laptop, I bought it five, six years ago. Yeah. And it was seventeen hundred dollars. And it is one it's it says 17 inch computer, yeah, which you can't get from no. an Apple anymore. Yeah. But it it runs of the I think it was that I bought it in 2015, 2015 or two thousand two thousand sixteen. 2016. So it runs as well or better than a 2016 MacBook Pro at the time. Yeah. Yeah. A- and it was half the cost, less than half the cost. Like what are you what are you getting out of this other than the status symbol, other than the you know i have the this is a mid 2010 macbook pro that we run qlab on and the only reason why i have it is because qlab won't make their software available for pc and yeah. they've said that they've said now we just won't do it for pc and when pushed on it it's just because they're lazy and the guys that wrote qlab a decade ago yeah they're all gone. Yes. It's now people who just know how to like tinker on top of the skeleton that's been made. And those people don't want to learn a new programming language. <laughs> like you could, re- you could make Q this, this is Q lab four. You could just make Q lab five from scratch and write it in a language that Mac and PC n- both know yeah. because they make programs that do that. Yep. But then you'd have to put in a lot more work, <laughs> a lot more work. And they're unwilling to do that. They're unwilling to do their fucking jobs. Yeah. You make software. You're
2: cornering you are limiting your purchaseability because you are lazy. It's like it's not like Mac has given them a uh, a bunch of money to keep it. Mac only. Mac yeah. only. It's just laziness. like a video game, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, we're only on PlayStation because Sony gave us a shitload of money while we're still making the game.
0: Or we're on the Epic store because Epic is gonna give us, you know, they're only gonna take a five percent cut yeah, versus thirty. A 30. Yeah. yeah, I get it. don't get me wrong. I don't wanna I'm not gonna buy your game because I hate the Epic store, yeah. but I understand why you're you're doing a year of Epic exclusive. That's the way you pay the bills. Yep. I don't fault you for it at all. Yep. I fault Epic for instead of making a better service, just conning people into getting using your yeah. service. Uh, and which makes them not really a competitor to Steam because if they were a competitor, Steam would have to change something. Yeah, Steam hasn't changed anything. No. They're just like, oh, we'll get that game in a year. Fuck it. We'll put it on sale in a year and we'll sell to those same people because those people are lo- just like, I yeah. hate launching the Epic launcher. This game's only $10. Yeah, I'll go ahead and buy it <laughs> again. Yep. There's a new Skyrim Legend special, legendary, special legendary edition. Well, you know what? What year we're in? 2021. Oh, shit. We're going to get a fucking decade.
2: (laughs) 10th anniversary, baby. God damn it.
0: And it's not going to have any of the, not going to have fixed any of the uh, persistent bugs. Of
2: course
0: not. (laughs) And you know what? I can't wait to buy it. (laughs) (laughs) Take another another 20 minutes a day for 10 years into it. I, yeah. we added that up today in the car. I estimated how much, uh, how many hours of Skyrim I have based on the things that will tell me what they are yeah, yeah, yeah. and the things that I can kind of guess uh-huh. at. And the, my best estimate is that I have played 20 minutes of Skyrim every day for the last 10 years. It's an impressive amount.
2: It's not really when you take into account, uh, MOBAs, people that play Dota and League of legends,
0: uh, it's an impressive amount for me because uh,
2: because there's like a there's like a well once you get your playtime into the into the four digits that's when you've really started playing the game. In yeah, the but, community. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: Uh, I wish, I wish that every time, um, I wish I could Vulcan mind meld people, right? Yeah. So that every time someone goes, "Oh, Max just work," I could just Here's grab my... them by the head and look. Aah! and just like push that <laughs> frustration that's in yeah, me every yeah. time I have to deal with these pieces of shit into their head so that they could maybe start to understand. Yeah. Like, no, they just work because you don't do anything. <laughs> anything will work if you don't do anything with it. Oh, they just work. What do you use your Mac for? Well, I check Facebook. I write papers in Microsoft Word. Microsoft Word uh-huh. for my classes and I shop on Amazon. You could do that on fucking anything. Yep. You could do it on a Chromebook, and Chromebooks cost like forty three dollars. <laughs> you could take the other two thousand dollars and <laughs> shop on Amazon for a month. Yep. Or more. You buy fucking anything. Anything you want. Gold bars. Go buy 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 a shitty Chromebook for your Facebook. For your word processing, because you can just use Google uh, Docs, Docs. Yeah, yeah. and it'll export as a as a Microsoft Word file that you can then post into your Canvas page yep. to send to your teacher. Which that reminds me of another issue I thought of. Uh, but you spending two thousand dollars, like, well, uh, they have Garage Maybe I'll uh, write a song. You're not gonna write a song. No, you're not. you just fucking stop it. I uh I need to be able to run Reaper so I can record my podcast. No one's listening to your podcast, man. Just fuck <laughs> off. Until you have two computers and two screens and wires running every which way and a soundboard. Nobody wants to hear your MacBook Pro Reaper podcast where you talk about your action figures that we can't see
2: because it's an audio-only format. Do you run into that podcast?
0: <laughs> yeah, here we're talking about the Spider-Man figure from nineteen ninety-three. Like, God, if only I could see the action figure. The the action figure YouTube channels. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. And they take them and they like put them yeah. on they put them on the in one of those light boxes yep. on a lazy season. <laughs> slowly. And it spinning. just slowly spins it around. They show like all the different gadgets or yeah. like if it changes arms or legs or whatever. Put on a podcast, it's just a dude talking about a toy. <laughs> that you can't see? You can't see! Yeah, they'll maybe make it the thumbnail. That's a a Spider-Man. He Listen, he fires this thing. Oh, man, if only I could see that with my eyes. Yeah, welcome to building Lego sets. All right, step one, we've got a two-by-four tile piece and a one-by-two tile piece. I'm going to stick the one-by-two onto the one two-by-four. All Right now, we've got a a nice two by two wedge piece. I'm going to put, what are you talking about? (laughs) Anyway, that's a good issue, Tim. And, uh, we really need to bring to the cultural forefront, the issues that are with Mac. I don't want, I don't want the people that like Mac to stop using them. Yeah. I just, I I don't have a problem
2: with Mac people.
0: I know. I have a, I have a huge problem with Mac people. (laughs) But I don't, I'm not trying to convince you to go switch to Windows because Windows is also dog shit. Yeah. They all suck. They all suck. They all suck. Yeah. Linux is garbage. Apple is trash. And Windows is a big steaming dump. <laughs> but when it comes time to get things done, the Windows gives me a lot more features and a lot more availability to do the things that I need to do. Yeah. You don't need it. I get that. But here's all I want. I want you to admit, I want you to understand that I don't want to hear your fucking sales pitch lingo speak about how they just work because I am living testament that they don't. So shut the fuck up and just understand that your shit is frustrating and everyone around you hates you. That's all I need.
2: Yeah, the college I went to, uh, I was the only uh, Windows user I ever saw
0: yeah the the when i was at that same college i took a uh, i took an art class in adobe illustrator and we had these nice big like 22 inch the macbook the Ma, not macbooks imax, Books, IMAX yeah, yeah, yeah where it's all in one those
2: were the computers in the school yeah aside the, from the shitty library the shitty these library computers. thin client yeah. computers
0: yeah so the so in that class one of the things in uh in basically any program is that the numpad does things. Yeah. Right. So in Vectorworks, which is my, the drafting program I use the numpad, I use the numpad all the time because it brings, it switches me into different views. My right isometric, yeah, my, yeah, my yeah, left yeah. side, right Makes side sense. top. Yeah. But Mac keyboards don't have those because it Steve jobs doesn't like buttons. Yeah. So it really limits on what you can do with a, a computer if, when not having that. And the other Unless thing you was, have a
2: tablet, like yeah, a, a, graph, a drafting tablet.
0: So I hated, I hated the mouse. So what I ended up doing was I pushed all that computer shit against the back of my cubicle and brought in my little 15 inch laptop and worked on my 15 inch laptop, which was also great because it meant that I could work on projects anytime I wanted. Because yeah. it was instead of saving to a flash drive, it was just all on my computer in the Illustrator folder, and then I uploaded it all to the to my class page and it got a good grade. But my teacher would come over and he'd like try and show me stuff and he'd go, I don't know how to do any of this. <laughs> <laughs> like now you know how I feel. Uh Andrew Bircher says Linux users might be up there more up their own ass than Mac Bros. That's true. Yeah there was a uh there was a post on PayPig earlier today that was uh, like a guy holding one of those I hate N-words signed from Die Hard 3. Yeah. And on the front it said, only 3% of computer users use Linux. And then on the back, it said, and 97% of servers and mobile devices. And, uh, and I replied and said, but how many Linux users can shut the fuck up? <laughs> what percentage good.
2: of Linux users? If, I don't know if you know this, but apparently when they were filming Die Hard 3, that mm-hmm. scene, the sign he's wearing yeah. is the TV version sign. Really? When he, when, while they were filming it. So he wouldn't get attacked in the middle of the street. They were using the sign that said, I hate everybody. They changed it in post. Amazing. As far as I know, I think I'm pretty sure I heard that correct. I did not know that. That's crazy. Might have to look it up. Oh, this honky over
0: here hates everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, here's my first issue. Here's what I don't get. Snow removal. Why is it? It's 2021, right? Uh Uh-huh. We've been we've been dealing with snow for you know twenty thousand years of civilized man. Sure. Since since like the real break from men as apes to men as hunter gatherers, yeah, yeah. And ten thousand years ago, we start to agriculture. Yada yada yada. We we're dealing with snow that whole time. The whole time. Maybe maybe not in uh, Mesopotamia or Egypt, right? Because it it did snow there, but not very sure, often. Sure. That's that's just a. A place thing. As soon as we started expanding northwards, southwards into cooler climates, we started to deal with well, what is all this fucking white puffy bullshit uh-huh. that's falling down. Yeah. And so I'll, let's say I'll let's say let's say the benefit of the doubt, right? We're dealing with snow and roads. Where did we first have snow and roads? The Roman Empire.
2: Mm.
0: Probably. No, what are you, are you going to give it earlier than that? It is, it is earlier
2: than that. But I'll give you, the, I'll, we'll 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 put it at that. We'll say because
0: Roman roads still exist, sure, and and snow still exists, yes, despite Al Gore's best efforts to yeah. to start global warming. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the ancient Romans, they're trying to move their shit from one fucking piece of shit town to yeah. another piece of shit town. Maybe they're trying to get out to the the frontier uh-huh. to Gaul. France they're snowing what are they going to do I'll tell you what they did Tim they put a big fucking shovel on the front of their cart and push that shit out of the way yep. and now 2000 years later we are still putting a fucking shovel on the front of our fucking horse cart and pushing the shit into big piles on the side of the goddamn road you're not wrong how are we still doing the worst fucking method of removing snow on the planet These plows, we just use plows to get rid of snow. So what they end up doing, right? Because they don't plow the neighborhoods. That would be too convenient for everyone. Well, we don't have your money to clear out your street. We can only do it to the main streets. But even then, they just run the plow down the main street, right? With the bucket angled towards the side of the road. So the whole side of the road becomes this gigantic pile of snow. Yeah. Including the entrances to and exits yep. to literally everything. So in order to get out, of, you know, you you leave, you pull out of your driveway. You live in the middle of your neighborhood, right? In Tulsa, I don't know how every city is, but in Tulsa, uh, basically we have our major streets every mile. Yeah, yeah. So a little square mile area is a neighborhood, and you're deep inside your neighborhood, even maybe even on the edge of your neighborhood. Yeah. And in your neighborhood, there's about six inches of snow. Well, uh-huh. my car has more than six inches of ground clearance. This will be no problem. And you roll out of your driveway and you putter along to the edge of your neighborhood and you get out to the main street at, on Yale and you need to make a right-hand turn. And there's 24 inches of snow piled up on the damn end exit to get onto the street. Yeah. So you hit it. You get stuck. You slide around. You can't get the, keep the momentum to get onto traffic. Now more traffic is coming. You have to stop. Now you're trapped forever. You freeze to death and you die. All because they couldn't like fucking do something to clear off those areas. No, fuck you. They do it in front of businesses too. You're trying to get into the grocery store. You're trying to get into the auto parts store. Big pile of snow right on where the damn thing humps to come through. Do you don't have a way to scoop this shit up and get rid of it somewhere? Fucking pile it not in the roads. It also pisses me off because nobody takes any agency of anything. So I go to the bank, right? Bank parking lot. Fucking gorgeous. They get one of those little tiny uh, cat things where it's just one a one-seater with a little scoop and the four all four uh-huh. wheel drives. I don't know what they're called. That guy comes in there and just sco- scoops everything, man. It's bare concrete down there. It looks like it never snowed on the bank parking lot. But then... In order to get in the bank parking lot, you have to go down just a little bit of major road. And even though their customers have to drive that 20-foot span, they don't give a shit. That's the city's (laughs) problem. City says, we don't give a shit. We only do the major roads. So in order to get into this nicely plowed bank parking lot, I have to slide through 25 feet of slush for no good fucking reason because nobody can say well instead of just shoveling my driveway i could shovel my driveway and just a little bit of the street right in front of my house nope not my fucking problem that's someone else's problem that's the guy trying to drive down the street's problem the the city can't come do it because the city doesn't have enough money even though they're stealing from you constantly (laughs) they've got nowhere to put the damn stuff like how have we not figured out a way to run Keenan coils under the road so that snow can't accumulate on the streets or drive through with flamethrowers and
2: melt that shit fast. I don't, this is, I always thought like the, the snow plows should have like a giant heating element on the bottom of them. Yeah. That, you know, melts the snow. Well, then they'll say, Oh, well then all the water will get
0: pulled up at the, um, wastewater drains because the wastewater drains get plugged up with snow. We'll put something in there to break that <laughs> shit up. Put a big fucking um garbage disposal right there on the yep. grate underneath the street. Just brrr, snow cones coming out into the river all day long. It's mind it's oh, so fucking frustrating to try and drive around a town that's under it's only under 6 inches of snow. So rather than just leave it, they had to come through the damn plows and make these giant fucking hills of hard packed ice now. Just leave it. It's going to melt in a day. If you're not, you're not doing anything to help. They come through and they, they, they had the plows have this soft rubber lip on the bottom. So they don't drag metal against stone and break everything apart. (laughs) But that rubber edge doesn't break the snow up. So what it does is it creates this thin thin layer of snow that then doesn't have any insulation. So it freezes solid. So now the roads are worse than they ever were before. We threw sand out yeah oh yeah sand that thing that rolls can't use salt salt's bad for the environment oh it's just so so infuriating that we don't have a better way to do this we're still using an archaic method of snow removal if it's even necessary just
2: just school's closed just fucking tell ah, everybody stay home it's a snow day just have dudes out there like so you remember when uh Elon Musk put out that flamethrower, Yeah, but then it turned out it wasn't really a flamethrower, just a giant lighter. Yeah. Why are there guys walking around with those things? Exactly. Melting the snow. Just melt the snow. We know what, just melt it into
0: water. Please yeah. do something. Like a big, a big snow plow that has, you know, sucks it in and dumps it into a dump and then they, like you go dump it anywhere, right? Or we're gonna go dump it. The Walmart parking lots, they always have these giant piles of snow. They've shoveled yeah, the snow yeah. into a into a single area where that's where it's gonna be. And it's gonna be there for a couple weeks until it's warm enough to truly melt it all. <laughs> totally fine with it. Don't don't care. It eats up a couple of parking spaces. Go to a park
2: and just dump a big pile of snow. Kids will love it. Yeah. I mean you're gonna you're not gonna go into the, to melt the park snow. No. And they can't come do your neighborhood.
0: So that's what ends up being the problem, right? Is that people end up staying home because they can't get out of their neighborhood when the real, the real streets are fine. Yeah. Like in this last snow that we had, it snowed, it snowed for two days. And then it was two days where it was not snowing. Okay. You plowed the main streets. There's no more accumulation. So send the plows through the fucking neighborhoods. One lane in every
2: neighborhood. Just blast it out. (laughs) It's, It's almost like they're renting the plows per hour.
0: Yeah, well, that's what they pretend to do. And then at the end of the year, they go, oh, yeah, we, uh, we're we cutting the budget of the plows because we live in Texas and we don't need... No, you do. Spend more money on more plows. Yeah. The second it starts to snow, I want to see plows out there plowing everyone's driveways. I know some of the guys in the Discord were complaining because people were charging at these outrageous rates to come, you know, f- dig out your driveway if you have one of those long driveways, yeah, that, you know, yeah. several hundred feet. Uh, or you lived in the country and it's just, it's just mind blowing that we're still using what equates to a gigantic shovel to drag, pile a bunch of stuff up in the way of everything else in our lives. I wish, I, I don't know how to fix it. Like I don't have a solution to this. Flamethrowers.
2: You have guys I, don't think the flamethrowers. I don't think the
0: flame, I don't think the flame is the perfect solution because It'll it'll just then you'll just have a puddle which turns into ice, but there has to be something. We can't keep doing the same thing. Why is research not being done on this? Right, yeah. we're sending we're sending millions of dollars to Pakistan for gender studies, uh, things. You've got whole college departments on studying feminism, which uh, Cribble Jesus was convicted on all charges. I, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. totally ridiculous. It, the my favorite thing that he posted though was uh, they asked him. Uh, how, what he thought about other people getting offended, and he said, uh, "It's not my problem that someone else feels offended." And the mm-hmm. women on the trial board all gasped. How <gasps> could he? he doesn't <laughs> care that other people are offended. Yeah, grow a pair, you faggot. Anyway, the did we have? We have money for that yeah we have money to put all kinds of shit into that. We don't have money to improve our infrastructure to make it where see again this is this is the problem with w- the weathermen, right? They say they're keeping us safe, but if you guys are able to predict what the snow is gonna do, we could have some kind of way to combat it. yeah, all you do is go like, yep, you're gonna get trapped inside your home this week. okay, bye over here you've got a cloud, and over here you've got a wind. You're gonna be trapped inside your home for a week. Be sure to go buy everything at the grocery store because you're gonna die. You're gonna die alone in
2: your home. You're gonna starve and you won't get anywhere. You, you know, the only, uh, the only news, the only weatherman I trust is uh, Ryan Stiles.
0: <laughs> the only, the only weatherman I trust is the rock hanging from a stick. The rock's wet. It's raining. Yeah. The rock is not wet. It is not raining. If the rock is swinging, it is it's windy. windy. Yeah. yeah. I. I imagine this world, right? I, I, I watch a lot of sci-fi. Yeah. Right, and so you have these movies that are set in in the year twenty twenty-four. Yeah. Like we are already past two thousand one, a space odyssey. Two thousand ten, yeah. the year we made contact. Yeah. Uh twenty twenty-seven is the year of Terminator, I believe. Back to the future. Back, we've already passed Back to the Future. We have we have blazed through so many predictions of the future that it's the thing. And, that even, I, and even the
2: ones that are before twenty one hundred uh-huh. are so laughably in the future compared to what we where we are now. Yeah, like Total Recall, I think is twenty sixty four. Yeah, we're not we're not, we're not getting going to Mars, Mars forty
0: years. The the other thing that I've noticed in watching this right is in watching sci-fi is they always go like, this is New York city, but it's future New York city where yeah. none of the buildings are the same. Everything's all sci-fi and techno It never, it's never yeah. going to, if I ever make a sci-fi movie, I'm just going to have the same fucking buildings we have already because we're not tearing any of them down. The, the issue with the sci-fi, right. Is that they always show this like grand world, the Elysiums or whatever, where you've got like flying cars. Yep. The only way to solve snowy roads is flying cars. But even then I'm sure the FAA will be like, Oh, it's snowing. You can't take your flying car out. And we're not going to sho- We don't shovel the streets anymore because we got <laughs> flying cars. Yeah. Uh, we never, they never show us a world where the minor inconveniences of today have been solved Yeah, because there's never going to be a solution. <laughs> uh, we will be living with snow Ruining our lives a few times a year for the rest of eternity, unless you move to Florida. But even then, even then, Al Gore's coming, and he's bringing the cold with him, and there's going to be a blizzard in Florida in the next 50 years. Of course there is. Unless we all stop eating meat and start eating bugs and sell all our cars for electric pieces of
2: shit. that'll, That'll fix it.
0: That will fix it. It's, 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 uh, We're going to need to tax you at 99%. We need to kill off half the world's population. Isn't it amazing, right? Bill Gates. Bill Gates loves talking about how the world's overpopulated. Uh-huh. And now, what is Bill Gates doing? He's trying to get you a vaccine for a disease that doesn't kill you. Kind of makes a fellow wonder.
2: Yeah, it's definitely the people that are problem and not the uh, giant companies.
0: Why don't you depopulate my balls, Bill Gates, with your mouth? I've got a huge population that's looking for a, a water ride. What were we
2: talking about? Oh, the bags. Yeah, you were you were you were saying that you got groceries delivered, right? Delivered, right? Tim,
0: don't spoil my mini issue for this month. I oh, was your mini issue it this is. month. It is. right here. It says stores do the bagging. Mini so mini so thirty eight tab intro.
2: Okay, I'll say it that much. Anyways, we. I was I was talking about uh, the environmental impact, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just say you got way too many bags. Yeah for what you ordered and it seems like that's the norm yeah uh but when you go do the shopping they charge you per bag no no but no when tab goes to do the shopping yeah physically uh you you try to use as many you try to use as little bags as possible mm-hmm. right yes so you're the one that needs to control your plastic bag usage not walmart yeah
0: and when they when they enact these plastic bag bans to say okay Walmart uh, we're going to tax you for the use of these bags Walmart doesn't go okay we'll pay that they say okay we'll charge customers 5 cents a bag yeah uh, yeah fuck you and then and then Tim Tim do you remember last year this time uh, it probably probably 11 months ago maybe 11 and a half months ago cuz we are we are 1 year from flattening the curve yeah They banned the use of reusable bags in a lot of stores because they believed that it was a transmission vector for the China virus. Really? I don't recall that. So they had to bring back plastic bags. It was hilarious. I took a lot of joy out of it. (laughs) Yeah, you don't remember it because it was a year ago. Yeah. It's hard to keep track of all the bullshit. Anyway. Well, that brings us to the Miller episode, which means it's time for...
3: This episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by...
0: Well, Tim, what news do we have today?
2: Uh, Well, speaking of snow, uh, Texas got a lot of snow. Remember that? I do. Well, uh, one person in Texas is leading the charge against uh, the energy companies there. Uh, Lisa Cowrie in Harris County, Texas, is filing a lawsuit uh, against... Gritty Energy, which is one of the wholesale electricity uh, retailers there in Texas mm-hmm. for a it's a one billion dollar class action lawsuit. The week of the storm, her electricity build her electricity bill was nine thousand three hundred and forty dollars. Holy shit. Her average monthly bills typically range from two to two fifty. Two hundred fifty. Two hundred to two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. So uh when this power crisis happened in Texas and since she was uh she was uh she had automatic billing yeah they set up, So they withdrew $1200 from her bank account nice. as uh, uh, uh in let's see from February 13th to 18th and uh the overall bill from February 1st to 19th was $9546 because it's a class action lawsuit, that means there's other people involved. Some of them had bills as high as $17,000.
0: Can you imagine being financially destitute because the power company just was like, oh yeah, these unprecedented times, we're just going to take everything. Nobody, no, they couldn't throw up a flag in their system and go like, this is way above. <laughs> Why don't we contact the the user and see if we can work something out. No, we got to get our money.
2: Yeah, so... Between February seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth, that was basically the
0: she used. That was for three. That bill was for three days.
2: Uh, not only is it was it well that was so that was the forty six was from the first to the nineteenth. Okay, but because of the storm, uh, from the thirteenth to the eighteenth was twelve was they pulled $1,200. Wow. So in between there, there's another 6000 The problem is, one of the problems is that uh, from seven, from the 17th to the 18th, they were mostly without power. Uh, lovely. So, yeah, what a scam.
0: They're charging them for power. Well, the problem probably was since it was a rolling blackout, right, the power came back on. Yeah. And then everything had to work double time to get up to – temperature and then the power went back off
2: so the problem i mean we we think we talked about this a little bit but the problem with these companies and their energy not being regulated by the state is that uh they charge this place charges customers the wholesale price of yeah electricity um, and uh due to supply and demand during a fucking blizzard uh that went from fifty dollars per megawatt hour mm-hmm. to nine thousand dollars per megawatt hour.
0: Yeah. Uh we can we can thank uh Commandant
2: Biden for that. Yep. Uh ugh, sorry. Um our next news story comes from the internets, specifically the Italian internet. Uh do you know the band uh Lacuna Coil? No, they're a sort of goth-rocky band. I like them enough. You probably played one of their songs in Rock Band. They had a couple okay. on Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Anyways, uh, they, along with uh, 130 other Italian artists and venues, uh, started this uh, initiative called L'Ultimo Concerto uh, to bring attention to the, you know, the pro- the not being able to have music in live venues uh-huh. currently. Uh, so they, uh, they promoted a live show this past weekend, and what happened was uh, they didn't do a live show.
0: They did a pre-recorded show?
2: No, it was, uh, it was footage of them on stage, completely silent, just standing there. N-
0: like the audio got muted? No. They were just standing there. They were
2: just standing there.
0: Did't take questions from the chat.
2: Nope. nope uh so you tune in to you tune in for a show right and uh they was it was just them standing there in silence it was like a it's it was like a pro not a protest but like a like we're raising awareness like a performance art thing yeah like a performance art thing um but here's the thing you're raising awareness for a lack of live music and then you promote live mu- uh, live music yeah Show and then don't perform the live music. It's a real uh, head scratcher. It's a real head scratcher. Yeah.
0: Speaking of uh, of performing theater, this survey that I was invited to last year about theater work. 50% of people that work in theater are out of work. Do you know what percentage of administration are out of work?
2: <laughs> I believe it's probably a lot less,
0: thirty-five percent. Yeah. So uh, if you if you work in doing nothing, uh-huh. apparently there's still work for you. Oh yeah, of course. But actually getting something done. Uh-huh, sorry, fuck you. Yep. Eighty-five percent of theater workers surveyed uh, want wide adoption of the vaccine before they'll go back to work. Sixty percent want racism ended.
2: Before they go back to Before work? Before they go back to work. We wait a long that is the time. dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> I, I read the results of this survey. the survey. I was reading, the, when I was taking the survey, I thought, what the fuck does this have to do with anything? Yeah. Is this is just you sliding in. Apparently, uh, a bunch of theater people, This what they decided to do was start volunteering and giving to charities. During It's like, I don't fucking believe that for a second. You don't have any money to give to yeah. a new charity. <laughs> Is that new charity the whiskey table? That's where my charity (laughs) money's going. It's going into that and uh, photographs of different politicians that I put up on a dartboard until they get destroyed.
2: Photographs of airplanes.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I thought that was really interesting that 85%. I mean, I always knew that a huge percentage of theater workers were all retards, but to have it so eloquently just shown to me that way above, way above the general population's want of vaccines is, is because theater people are all lefties. Of course. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, everybody has to get the vaccine before we can all go back to work. Like, what the fuck are you talking about?
2: (laughs) It's a cold. It's a cold. Apparently, uh, not only is it just, uh, the flu, uh, apparently, it has, it has killed off the flu. Yeah, I
0: read an interesting article about that, that the theory is uh, flu PCR testing can only be done within a certain window. Uh-huh. And outside of that, even if it's on the test, it will have died too much to be replicated. Yeah. So as they prioritize tests differently, uh, even po- tests that would be positive flu tests, test negative because they sit on a on a shelf waiting to be waiting in line to be tested. Huh? Yeah. So you in the, and then the second test, when you get tested specifically for flu, because there's also a small window where you'll still be sick, but you won't test positive. Yeah. So you get, you get tested. The test goes, comes back negative. Uh And then by the time you make an appointment with your doctor, you still don't feel well. You got the runny nose, you got the fever, but they test you and you yeah. do don't test positive, even though you are actively sick with it. It's really weird. So, huh. yeah, we've completely eradicated the flu, everybody. Congratulations. Yeah. We eradica- And they claim we eradicated the flu because everyone's social distancing and wearing masks. But the reason why the no, the China virus numbers are up is because nobody's wearing masks or social yes. distancing. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah. maybe, you know what I think it is? What? I think it's the Mandela effect, right? All the flu virus testing is in another universe. That's like really trying to mesh with ours, <laughs> and and so that universe is getting all of our flu tests, and our universe is getting all of their China virus tests. And that's why our numbers are so bad. If we could just if we could just get Wanda Maximoff to merge the realms, we could we'd have the flu and the China virus, and everybody would be dead. It'd be amazing.
2: Huh. Well, uh, speaking of Crippled Jesus, uh, I have a place he might want. I have a, you know, because clearly he's not going to stay at that uh, university. Probably not. Wherever it was. Uh, I just know that he should, if he's going to go somewhere else, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: he might want to think about Ohio State.
4: Because
2: uh, Ohio State University appears to be endorsing the practice of young students starting OnlyFans accounts based on a, one of the programs they have taking place uh during their so-called sex week. Um they're they're having a panel uh called it's about OnlyFans. And here's the here's the uh, information about the panel. It says Starting in OnlyFans, join us for a panel with OnlyFans content creators to discuss their experiences and destigmatizing digital sex work. Uh uh, let's see. Uh starting in OnlyFans okay yeah, yeah, yeah uh apparently it's uh this is part of their sex week and tab is immediately trying to enroll in Ohio <laughs>
0: State <laughs> I'm gonna get my masters
2: other panels on sex week on uh, sex week include kink 101 decolonizing porn uh that's toxic a talk on healthy versus toxic masculinity Ugh. And is
0: there a healthy masculinity to these people?
2: They work hard for the money. Sex work with Dr. Tila Sanders. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, what, hap- what happens when someone that is uh, a freshman and is 17 goes to this panel and uh, immediately is like, hey, they're, they're, they're saying sex stuff to an underage person here.
0: Uh, I, I think that you'll be called a pedophile. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, sorry for Ohio State.
0: Yeah. I, I'm i sorry for the fact that we've now, in, in, a, in an amazing move, right? It, it, everything is circles. Yeah. We have moved feminism from women should be treated equal to men, to women should be treated better than men, uh-huh. to women should be chast. You know, chased uh-huh. to protect themselves yes. from men, to like, so male, male, uh, MGTOWs, right? They think women are sluts. And uh-huh. now the women are like, our best way of, of debasing ourselves is to make ourselves sexual objects for yeah. men.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're doing it for ourselves. Like, no, you're not. There are no there are no women on, on OnlyFans. I'm sure the I'm sure the demographic of creators on OnlyFans and the demographic of users on OnlyFans.
2: It's skewed very heavily a couple of ways, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Where ninety percent of your users on OnlyFans are men. Yeah. And ninety percent of producers are women. Because yeah. that's where the money is. Yeah. Jerking off. You wanna
2: talk about one last news
0: story here? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Uh
2: do you know what SolarWinds is?
0: Isn't that a company that's making solar panels?
2: No, SolarWinds is a IT company. IT company. They do, uh, specifically, their uh, IT management software and remote monitoring monitoring tools. Well, uh, they had a password leak. Oh, no. Uh, and the CEO are blaming a an intern for a, for the critical lapse in password security that apparently went undiagnosed for years was that intern one Samuel Hyde <laughs> they're not saying the i I think they're not saying the uh the name but uh apparently uh an independent security researcher uh found the password in question uh and told them about it uh huh uh, it was it was exposed like a file server they had. Mm-hmm. Um, the the password was of course Solar Winds one two three. That was their mega corporate password. Yeah, for the for this file server they had.
0: That is amazing. I I can't. I I'm really not even embarrassed for you at that point. Like that's. That is your fault. This is not an intern's fault. No, this is 100% your fault.
2: Yeah, you cannot. They're trying to blame this on an intern, but
0: it's not how that works, buddy. No, it is definitely not. You, you, that is a boomer's fault because a boomer was like, Uh, I can't remember this password, IT963, capital K, W4, G3, exclamation point. It needs to be something that I can understand. Okay, well, what about like round potato one exclamation point? No, no, no. What about solar one, two, three? That's perfect. I can remember solar one, two, three. Hold on. Let me write on this sticky note and put it underneath my keyboard embarrassing uh, embarrassing
2: yeah they're blaming it on an intern uh having that password on their own private github account uh and they say that as soon as it was identified and brought to the security team it was taken down uh but apparently uh the uh emails that the, the this, this is now a case mm-hmm. uh Emails between uh uh CEOs there, not CEOs, uh corporate people there showed that the l leak pad the solar one solar winds one two three password uh allowed people to uh, upload malware to
3: directly to their
2: directly to the file server. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. And of course, not only are they blaming it on the intern, they're on, pressing charges. They're blaming it on Russia Ugh. in a so-called Russian house. Holy shit! Are they? Just,
0: they're just throwing everything at the wall to pretend yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. there's someone didn't fuck up by not. I mean, I get told to change my password all the time by different uh-huh. sites. Why are you guys not changing the password of someone on the rig? Come on. I used to have to change my password every ninety days at work. It was so fucking infuriating yeah and it would be it would always pop up like okay uh i need to log in to clock in clackety 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 you have to change your password okay clackety clackety can't be that that was too uh.
2: i mean like, like like at that point you you need to just switch to a system where like you clock in and when you clock in a little page is printed that little tiny page is printed out here's your password for the day
0: yeah it's just an uh, uh, RNG. Just yeah. pop some shit up and yeah. you carry it around. You slip it in your little ID badge holder yep. and you go, oh, this is what I. This is my password. Uh, well, this has been. The Rakeda News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, it takes care of our legal obligations, but you know what it doesn't take care of? What? Changing our passwords. So if you want to help us change our passwords from password 1234, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly mini-sodes. We have our two dollars tier. We throw the random bits and bobs. We're doing like our commentaries of Wandavision this week. This week was a real upset. Uh, yeah, I I'm still in furious. No, we'll talk, we'll the, talk about this it. week's episode of Wandavision. Um, also, there we have our five dollars tier where we do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get: where we drop the hate and talk about what's great, and then we have our ten dollars tier where you, the fan, submit a film you vote on what film we watch and we sit down and watch a feature length commentary this month. Uh, we have a lot of great suggestions that came in. We've got backdraft SLC punk. This is spinal tap, the hunt for red October, the color of outer space, Who? the professional Leon. I assume that's Leon, the professional Yeah, yeah, great movie. Freddie versus Jason and mm-hmm. laid to rest are all in the con- contenders and unless something, against I'm
2: surprised that the the professional has not been canceled.
0: Um, yeah, me too. Uh, so there might be something added to that list before I get the f- official voting out later today. But that's probably what the list is. So uh, go vote if you're a patron page. All patrons get to vote at every level, and you know decide what we're going to watch. We all we do enjoy doing those. And then yeah. finally, we have our fifty dollars spite producer tier. Uh, the listing for the spite producer demands is coming in out after we record this, but before we release this, so we'll have some spite producer demands next week to start fulfilling. And, uh, you can request anything you want. You can request special guests, special commentaries, special bonus episodes, special issues. Uh If whatever you want from us, we will try and fulfill as to the best of our ability. Even if you're drunk, even if you're drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, all the DVD players are broken. <laughs> hey, the, uh, we also, well, there was another thing I was going to suggest that people can ask for, but now I don't. Oh, uh, if you want us to make special videos on anything. I w- so we were supposed to make a steak video for Matt from Minnesota several months ago. And between Tim being sick and me moving and the audio being unusable. Yeah. Uh, we didn't, the one we shot originally, we it, did shoot it. We yeah. did shoot it. It is not usable. We, Tim might end up editing it and releasing it to patrons only. Yeah. And, but so the plan is, one of the reasons why I bought this camera that's not here is we are going to record another one and do it again. Yes. And since we, there was a scientific a, scientific aspect to that original video, uh, huh if we get the same results, it means it's technically a scientific study and I am a steak scientist. Uh, so steak science,
2: steak science,
0: join us for steak science. So uh, hopefully that'll be later this month. We'll get, be able to get that done. Cause the other thing was I wanted to do it a couple weeks ago, but it's been bitter cold. So I couldn't get the grill out. I, yeah. need, I needed to be like at least 50 degrees to be able to rely grill. So, it's starting to warm up a little bit, especially we're in March. This is the start of spring, so I'm. I think in another couple of weeks we'll be able to uh, get everybody over here and grill up some steaks and do some science and then eat some delicious food. So, for science, for for science. I mean, we, that was the other thing was like Tim said, uh, you know, we could maybe make this work. And I said, now Tim, we're, we're going to have to just do another one. I we're I just don't see a way around again. not <laughs> making more steaks. Yeah. It, it's just. Not going to happen. So, uh, yeah, if you you have a video that you want to see, like if you want to see behind the scenes of how the show's edited or, you know, a tour of the studio or some question and answer stuff, Uh that's all something a spy producer can request and we will make. So it's all up to you. And we appreciate everyone who's supporting the show. Tour of the studio.
2: Real quick video. That would be uh, you just kind of like look a little bit to the left, look a little bit to the right. Hand the camera to me. I'll look a little bit to the left. <laughs> look a little bit to the right. There's your double studio. Oh,
0: yeah, that's Tim's. Uh, yeah, see, there's, there's, yeah. there's the studio tour right there. Boom. If you're, Boom. If you are watching, if you're watching the video stream or the replay, you just saw everything for free, for free. But if you want to see it again, you're you you gotta subscribe to, to the OnlyFans. fans. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Tim. Uh, with all that taken care of, what's your second issue this week? Here's
2: what I don't get. Action versus emotion.
0: Mm. I would have called it women writers. <laughs> cross that off my list.
2: Uh, but, sure. Uh, so I don't want to spoil WandaVision for anyone. I do. It I know sucks. you sucks. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil the specifics, but let's just say that uh, this. Here, here's a spoiler of WandaVision. <laughs> this past episode was a collection of scenes showing you the viewer uh who like are familiar with the characters, the main characters of this show through like three Hollywood blockbuster movies. And now Seven previous episodes of this show. Yeah, um, they're showing. The, this was like the. This was mo- part of like the big. This is the big reveal. So because as we
0: good, what this episode felt like to me, right, is if um, you know how they do, they do those shows now, where it'll be like after one division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, every yeah. episode they'll bring on some stars. And sure, they'll Kind of sure. recap. Yeah. So what this felt like is if, uh, like Psych, that's a good example. Okay. You, you remember the show Psych? Yeah, it was yeah, about a yeah. psychic detective, and, and I, I don't know how many seasons it was on, like Wait, eight or nine seasons. Yeah, something like that. And then th- the series ended, and I don't know, five or six years passed. they made a movie. Did they? Yeah, they did. Huh. I never saw it. I think yeah. it went straight to streaming. I think so. But yeah. they made a, a feature-length movie. What this week's episode felt like was if they released a... A recap special thing yeah, yeah, yeah. that they put on the the streaming service to, you know, say, let's say the movie came to HBO Max first for some reason, and HBO Max doesn't have the series. Yeah. They'd, like, make this, they get the license to make this a sure. brief recap that would, like, explain to you the characters. The
2: thing Netflix does, like, when you start season two of a series. Yes. Yeah. That's what this episode felt like. Except this is, epi- but but it was for the last seven episodes that we just watched. Exactly. Uh, even,
0: even in a world where they're not dumping these like Netflix does yeah. where we watch this week, week to week. I still remember seven weeks ago.
2: Yeah. That's it. <laughs> There's not any lead in the water. <laughs> and it's not like, I mean, they're 30 minute episodes. Yeah.
0: Uh, if I miss something, it's real easy to go back. <laughs> um at this point i think the whole series if you if you just skip the credits because you don't need the credits on anything but the the six and seven with the post credits so if you just skip skip the intro credits skip the uh ads and skip the post credits you could probably watch this whole series in like three and a half hours basically and that's generous yeah uh
2: but we're watching it and uh tab went on about we start started going on about emotion mm-hmm. and how because there's a there's a there's a very like uh there's a scene they were really trying to get us to emote
0: yeah they really uh, wanted you to they really wanted you get you know seven minutes of up choked up
2: yeah and you're like oh 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 it's so touching and and oh the problem though is that like they they just want emotions to happen yeah uh like, oh, she's feeling sad, so I have to feel sad. As opposed to what should be the driving force in emotions, which are <laughs> actions.
0: Like, so let's let's compare these, right? Yeah. Seven episodes of WandaVision. Yeah. Seven minutes of up. Yeah. I felt more after seven minutes with two characters who one of whom did not talk. Yes. And one of whom did talk. Yeah. And then there's a long silent uh, montage, yes, of their life together. Uh huh. Right, there are more ups and downs emotionally in that seven minutes than there have been in seven episodes of the series. Yes, and it's ostensibly the same producer, like greater producer, uh, distributor. Yeah, because Pixar is owned by Disney. Uh-huh. Marvel's owned by Disney. Yeah, there is someone that you can call that understands how to. Uh, everything is emotional manipulation. Yes, of course. It's all trying to make you sad, make you happy, make you think. Something, yeah. yeah. And this series is not good at it.
2: No, it's not. Part of that is the editing and how they've structured it. it. Part of
0: it. But the other part is not... So in the first seven minutes of up, like we're introduced to Carl and Ellie. Yeah. We're shown their their wedding. Yes. We're shown them working on their house uh-huh. and like building this life together. We're yeah. shown them deciding to have kids. Uh huh. And then then tragedy strikes and yes. and they can't have kids, they can't have kids. but they they pick up from that and they keep going.
2: Yeah. So they so they decide instead of having kids they'll like they'll travel the world.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then. Life happens and life yep. happens, and they never travel the world. Yeah. And then, when Carl buys the tickets to finally travel the world, Ellie gets sick. Yes, and then she dies. Yeah. and it's heartbreaking. It's
2: heartbreaking. I'm feeling
0: a little bit sad <laughs> Me just too. talking, just about, talking
2: it. about it, thinking about
0: it. Yeah. Now, in *WandaVision*, Vision is dead, and I'll admit that was a that was a fairly emotional moment in yeah. the film that had happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he was just back for the series unexplained unexplained until now until episode seven Uh uh-huh and i'm not really sad about wanda's brother dying because i wasn't really sad when that movie happened like yes, i think that's the reason why i feel nothing in this is because they're trying to get emotional reactions to events we already knew happened in other movies
2: yes because
0: she's like sad that her brother died and that she killed those people in uh africa Yeah, wherever in Africa they were, some shithole country, I'm sure. (laughs) But, none nothing was built up to that moment. It's just it's like it's like the scenes in Inception when he has that mental elevator that he goes into, and you just see like the glimpses of scenes. Whereas those are puzzle pieces to a greater story. These are supposed to be emotional emotional touchstones. Yeah, but they have none of the earned they haven't earned any of it happening. No. Like, yeah, we, I know your brother's dead, but like, I was, I was sad about that when he was, when I learned about him as a character, I'm not just, I'm not just sad about your brother being dead the way that I'm sad about my friend being dead or my grandparents being dead (laughs) because in my mind, when I think about a grandparent dying or a close friend dying, I think about all of the times that led to that. I don't have any times with your brother. I I was pretty glad when he died in Age of Ultron. Yeah, I had
2: two hours with him. And uh, And half that he was a bad guy. Yes. So uh, not a lot of emotional attachment to him. I have more emotional attachment to the fucking weird dimension hopping. Quicksilver. Strategery you've done (laughs) behind the scenes than to that actual character. Uh, But so we started talking about this and. Uh we were at lunch, we were at lunch today yeah. after watching it. And uh right above us was a TV playing a soap opera. <laughs> and yeah. we kind of looked at the TV and it was two ladies in a uh
0: look like a jail cell maybe.
2: It was like the off it's like the so where you get interrogated in a in a police Yeah. station and one lady said to the other lady she's just like well, you're in here because you stabbed a man who kidnapped your daughter and made you think she was dead for a whole year. And it was just like, whoa. And that's,
0: that's what we looked up and caught.
2: That's what Didn't we caught. Didn't catch anything
0: prior to that. No. Didn't really catch anything after that.
2: Because it was all just people talking about their emotions. Yes. Um, whereas uh, something like John Wick Mm-hmm. Not that I mean we we use it as a uh, we we bring up John Wick a lot on this podcast because it's great because it's great, but also I think uh, it's an exemplary uh, it's when when you want to talk about getting emotions from actions John Wick is a great like it's a it's a great thing to point at yeah because like that movie opens and. Uh you in such a short time you have established so much information about a character, but not just information, it's also emotion. Mm-hmm. Cause you see uh you see that John was married, because it opens up with, with the flash forward, right? Yes. Um, you see that he was married, uh and that he loved his wife. Uh but you see you see him dying. Right. Yeah, you see John wait you see John dying in the at the beginning.
0: At the very beginning, and and then it's like, okay, how do we get here? Yeah. Without saying that. Yeah. But
2: And so you know so the you know, he's looking at that video of his wife. So the very first thing there, and there's blood in his hands. Yeah, he's dying. Yeah. Clearly dying. And so he wants to see he you know you know that like that's the most important thing in his life. That's the one thing he wants to see while he's dying. Yeah. And so then we go back and we see uh we see it just like a it's it's that montage is what maybe 45 seconds it's surprisingly
0: brief the last yeah. time i rewatched it i was it, it's almost blinking; you miss it i kind of forgot it was there yeah i thought the movie started at the funeral to be honest yeah yeah, yeah. but it doesn't um, we see the wife die in the hospital
2: yes and it, and ju- just just that alone but like it's an there there's action we see the action of their relationship, which leads to the emotion of their relationship it's not just like John's sad because his wife died right it's it's not just a bunch of scenes of John looking sad yeah or telling someone that he's sad um we see the actions and then uh there then there's the funeral uh where we get a little bit more backstory on him uh but he gets home and he gets the the puppy gets delivered mm-hmm. And even the act of, even the the puppy getting delivered, which is like, it, it was an action on her part before she died, right? Yeah. That was an action that led to emotion. And then John gets the puppy and he's like, oh, I got to deal with this puppy now. Uh, so now, now I got to go get stuff for the puppy, which is an action. Yeah. So he goes out and gets stuff and that's when he runs, in, he goes to the gas station in the car, which is an action. Runs into the Russian uh, mobster's son, which is an action. Who wants to take the car? He wants the car, and John doesn't badmouth him, but he he kind of disrespects disrespects him. him. Yeah, Uh, which is an action, which leads to the Russian guys eventually following John. Just as John has started to love this little puppy, Mm -hmm. which is an action and is also an emotion, right? And that's when John gets his gets his house broken into and they kill his puppy yeah. which is an action that leads to an emotion yeah. <laughs> from john but also the viewer because we also l- like puppies we also like puppies yeah. and we don't like when bad guy when it when guys kill, kill puppies them. and so you say so your emotions is like oh no that puppy's dead i'm sad but
0: i'm also on board with him killing i'm also everyone. on
2: board with john killing everyone in the world yeah uh, so it's all—they're all actions that lead to emotions, whether that's emotion that's emotion felt from the audience or from the character. Do you, you, now, ideally, it's both. Ideally, it is both, and I. So the way
0: I phrased it is that to women, it, things just happen. Yeah. There's not so because there's a logical progression in John Wick uh-huh. of what's happening and what you described, yeah. like the wife dies. She sends the dog. He loves the dog. He needs to do get things for the dog. So he meets the Russian. The Russian wants the car, so he steals the car and kills the dog. Yeah. He wants revenge for the dog, so he starts on his quest. Yes. And every action in John Wick, the reaction causes the next thing to topple. Yes. In WandaVision, we're just supposed to feel things because they happen. Things yeah, yeah, just yeah. happen, and they're supposed, supposed to elicit an emotion. She's with her family, and they're watching television, you should feel like warm. A bad thing happens. You should feel scared. But none of the none of these things are happening in any logical manner that's caused by the actions of the characters. Everything seems to, it, it's almost as if the editor is a character, like a god, yeah, the Galactus yeah. of the universe, where he just put, okay, we need to explain these character motivations, so let's put this scene in so this scene happens. Like yeah. the, the cold open of this week's episode is a flashback to 1693 uh-huh. in Salem because Salem witches, but then they were actually are witches and uh, the Agnes character sucks the life out of everyone in the witch coven.
2: Yeah. Getting more powerful.
0: That doesn't have anything to do with anything that happens in the episode. All it shows is that it shows that, it was her that backstory. she's a witch. Yeah, but it's not even her backstory because we don't yeah, know anything about yeah, her. Yeah, we just know that she sucked the life out of these witches who we don't know who they are. Yeah, there's not like it's not like Harry Potter, right? Where there's a prophecy involved, sure, sure. where we see the prophecy and we go, yeah. "Oh, okay, this must be the thing." It's just, it's just that is just a thing that happened. Yeah, and you're supposed to go, "Oh, she's a powerful." I don't know anything about these witches. I don't know and. That's not to say you can have a cold open where you don't know what's going on. Yeah. But that's something you do in episode one
2: or two. And yeah. then
0: you expand.
2: Yeah. Because we're watching WandaVision and this is the end of last week's episode, which was episode seven mm-hmm. of nine. Yeah. Was where they go, ah, here is the bad guy all along. Yes. After most of seven episodes, going, that's happening for a reason. That's happening for some reason. That's happening for some reason. Is Wanda doing it? That's happening because
0: of plot. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, Whereas I brought up Civil War. Yeah. Captain America Civil War. Uh, The bad guy in that is uh, Baron Zemo. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we know he's the bad guy from the first scene he's in where he's torturing a guy to get information. Mm -hmm. Uh, We learn why he's the bad guy at the end of the movie. We learn his motivations at the end of the movie right? Yes. Now, that is something that changes. We, you can change with the villain. Like, Bond villains are, you know, sometimes they're evil because they're just evil. Yes. Right? They want to kill James Bond.
0: They want to conquer the world.
2: They want to conquer the world. But yes. that is, a, but like them attempting to conquer the world is like in the that, action that sets up the movie. But what you're doing, the
0: mystery is not who the villain is. The mystery no. is is, un, is solving the villain's plot. Uh-huh. Or the villain's motivations. Yeah. Right. You're either, you're either unfolding what is Operation Grand Slam? Yeah. We're gonna break into Fort Knox, we're gonna do this and that. Yeah. Goldfinger, the to go to James Bond. Yeah. Goldfinger is not about just catching Goldfinger. No. We know Goldfinger's the bad <laughs> guy from the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Uh in we, fact,
2: like they're like, hey, this guy is bad. Go get
0: him. Go get him. Yeah. yeah. We know that Blofeld is the bad guy in all the movies he's in. Yeah. The question is not. If he's the bad guy, and we even somewhat know the why with Blofeld, yeah. he wants he wants world domination. The un, what is unfolding is how is he going about the this plan. plan to conquer uh, the world by starting yeah. a war between Russia and the United States. Sure.
2: And once James Bond gets involved, what will what is he willing to do to, to foil it? Yeah. Yeah. And you. <sighs>
0: The show is just so poorly structured. It's really a structure issue. Yeah. And not to be the autistic that's like, oh, you have to have this here and this here and this here. Of course not. But there are basics of storytelling that you can bend the structure. Yeah. Yeah. Like the way you could build, there are rules in filmmaking, right? Like the way you can use the camera. You yeah, can, yeah, yeah. You can break the rules. What's the, the 180 line is a
2: very common one.
0: Yeah. You can break the one eighty line and no one will notice. Yeah, but if you're just if you're just doing it because you're a bad filmmaker, if you're breaking the one eighty line and there's a reason it's there. Yeah, and you're doing all these other things. Yeah. It starts to look amateurish and bad. Yes. You can bend the structure. You can change the un, the way things unfold. You can discover. The plot. You can have a big reveal of a villain. Yeah. But you can't do it at this in the penultimate episode. Yeah. It just
2: because then there's no conflict. That's the other thing. It's like there's like this show, there's almost no conflict. Yeah. The like the first couple episodes, all the conflict are the sitcom y tropes, which are not conflict enough for what they're trying to be. They're conflict enough for the sitcom. Mm-hmm. But like that's every week on the sitcom. Uh The you know, oh we're putting on this magic show and we gotta and vision and vision is acting real strange, right? That was the that that was the conflict for that episode. Yeah, uh, he's
0: revealing that they have superpowers. Yeah, so yeah. Wanda has to use her superpowers to make his superpowers look like sure magic.
2: But like that can't be the major conflict. I mean, I guess if 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 when they're doing the one episode that's just the sitcom, mm-hmm. I, that's fine, because that's the sitcom. Yes. You right? But it, once we even once we get into the stuff with sword, like the conflict becomes Oh, uh, we sent a we what, sent someone in we, there.
0: Yeah, we need to get into the dome. But yeah. why do you need to get into the dome?
2: Yeah, like we none of this is they're not explaining anything, but also they're not doing anything. And I think that's part of the mystery box. style
0: of storytelling that's become popular since lost where you just pose a bunch of questions with the idea that we're going to pay it off later but you don't actually you're not a good enough writer to pay any of it off so rather than rather than having a plan to start with you just kind of make the plan up as you go along and for some things that works you know I'm sure Star Trek didn't have grand ideas to make Data an emotion chip and yeah, to yeah. make the Borg the big bad guy and that jean Luke was going to become Locutus and he was going to have to use his Locutus census to defeat the Borg cube uh-huh. in first contact. Yeah. It, they were writing these episodes every couple of weeks. Yeah. But it was non-serialized. They were... Even Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine does a lot of serialization, a lot more than other series. yes, But... They're writing little tiny arcs. It's arcs, not whole seasons of serialization. And then they go, okay, this arc, we had these things happen in this arc. Now we can pay them off in this. But then when the time came, when the time comes in D. Space Nine, and they're running out of episodes, this is the final season. Yeah. They just had to bite the bullet, and I think the last seven or eight episodes of, of season seven of Deep Space Nine is one, one. continuous balls to the wall, yeah. WandaVision run through, but they're having to go tie off all of these hemorrhaging arteries uh-huh. that they created during the series and pull them together as and connect them back into the aorta so that you don't go, wow, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> and I'll say this. I think they did a pretty good job.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I think I, enterprise has a season you really don't like season three yeah because it's, it's entirely serialized that's I mean, because it's i saw i was there's a out of context star trek twitter mm-hmm. and they posted a picture from uh future imperfect the episode where uh Riker is in a uh, created future a created future um where, where he's he, captain of
0: the enterprise He's Captain got
2: the enterprise he's married he's got a kid yeah um
0: Tom an ambassador.
2: Yeah, and I saw a, a uh, someone responded to it with like, "Man, this episode this is such such a great episode because the one of the reveals of the episode is that uh, Riker's wife, Riker's wife is a is is a construct, is a is minuet from minuet from like season one
0: zero zero one zero one episode of you know just a few episodes into yes. the first season of it's, the series. It's one of
2: the first holiday episodes, yeah, if not the first, yeah. Minuet was uh, a holodeck construction of like a nice looking woman to Riker.
0: Who was, who was also interesting. Yes. Because she was created by the Bynars so they could steal the Enterprise. Because they supercharged the holodeck. They supercharged the holodeck to keep Riker and Picard on board while they stole the ship yeah, yeah. to so save Because their the
2: holodeck was supercharged, Minuet wasn't just a, a bimbo. Yeah. She had like personality and stuff. That was like season one. Yeah. And Feature Imperfect is season Five, I believe. Um, Yeah. And the guy was like, the comment was like, because Minuet was only in like, you know, this little bit from like season one and, you know, is the the twist in this episode, this episode was really for the fans. And I didn't respond, but I was going to say, like, no, that's just how TV, that's just how TV was done back then. Yeah. Because you couldn't pull that off these days. No,
0: it's the it's the reason why I don't I I both like and dislike uh, season no, season season four season four I, I don't no. it's why I both like and dislike season four of Enterprise because Enterprise s- season four they start to do these arcs where they're explaining l- like deep lore of t of yeah the yeah. entire franchise but. They're also so there's there's an episode, I'm gonna spoil some enterprise for God, you and for everybody. There's there's a there's an episode where some augments left over from the Eugenics Wars steal a Klingon battle cruiser. Okay. And they try and rescue their father, who is Noonie and Soong's grandfather okay. from a prison. Sure. Right. So the Klingons get that's that's like the second arc of the fourth season. Yeah. And then late in the fourth season, the Klingons kidnap Phlox, the doctor from Earth, because they have been experimenting with augment DNA Uh to enhance themselves since they were beaten by human augments. Okay. But it's created this virus that's killing people, and Phlox has to develop a cure. Okay. And the cure is flat-headed Klingons,
4: like the TOS. So
0: we've done two things there. But my problem with that is that that is in one season, and wow. I would love to have seen the augment arc being like season two or even yeah. season one, yes. really early on, have it brought back and have it brought back like two seasons yeah. later, because in in reality it was like three or four months, and they're talking about how it's been a while. Uh, Whereas I would think you know several years of them developing this now yes. virus yeah. yada yada, and so that's one of my big complaints. It's like why didn't why weren't these arcs in the barrel? In season one. Yeah. Like, yeah. we could have had these things happen in season one. Some of this stuff, yeah. Because yeah. they do that with a, a couple of arcs, cause things to happen in other arcs, later yeah. ones. And I wish that they'd just taken all those great ideas and spread, spread them out overall. Because four when seasons. you put them
2: too close together, it seems like you you went through, like, okay, what else, what other, like, old old school Star Trek thing could we explain?
0: Yeah. And and that's when it ends up happening. It's yeah. like, uh, Another great example is the episode I, Borg, uh-huh. in TNG, which yeah. is, I think, season four, four, where they find Hugh, the, yes. the Borg, who uh, they re- they nourish back to health, and he develops some amount of individuality. Uh-huh.
2: And they send him back into
0: the send collective. Send back into the collective. And then we roll around to the end of season six, of The Descent,
1: uh-huh.
0: and there's this group of renegade Borgs that are run by Lore, and yep. the beginning of season seven we find out that these renegade Borgs were caused by Hugh's individuality. And he now becomes the leader of the renegade Borgs. Yeah. That is the kind of thing where this rolling back around is great. Yep. And it's something that this series is trying to do with other movies, but it's trying to buy it without actually putting in any of the work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's it's just embarrassing. they just they don't seem to understand a logical order to things. and I don't think they had a plan. It's so easy to have a plan with yeah. nine episodes. You couldn't have planned all right, we're doing this iborg episode, but in three seasons uh-huh. for the season finale we're gonna bring yeah. his ass back. Uh-huh. It's gonna be crazy. You couldn't plan that. no you can plan nine episodes. yeah. you have a writer's room. You not you don't have to write every you don't have to write every line of dialogue. You just have to not. go, all right, episode 1, we're going to emulate I Love Lucy. It's going to be set up like this. This is the cold open, we're going to introduce all these characters and then the cliffhanger, the big reveal at the end is going to be this. Yeah. It's episode 2 is going to be all these things. But they didn't do that. They just kind of like, what if we ape old sitcoms? Here's a sitcom episode, here's a sitcom episode, here's a sitcom episode, here's a sitcom episode. Here's a sitcom episode. Oh, we gotta. Oh, explain we this. have to like fucking <laughs> explain some shit. Let's. Oh, well, we'll do an explanation episode. We'll do an explanation episode. We'll do another one, and then we'll do a big finale. Like, ah, oh, fascinating.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, that's a good issue, Tim. Thank you. Uh, here's what I don't get the uh, the GM Ultima. Have you, you seen these commercials? I showed you the, the yeah. The, the, there was the the big Will Ferrell one uh, for the uh, Super Bowl.
2: I didn't see that one, but.
0: He, like, punches a globe for some reason. Yeah. He's talking about how the world's going to end. But we watched he's it, but I didn't see lunatic. it during the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I hadn't seen that one either, but I had seen the other ones where they, it's, it's this, it's a group of diverse people. Uh-huh. And they go to every diversity group quota, and they're like, I need a car for me. It's a car made just for me. And they're all standing on this weird skateboard looking thing. Uh-huh. And this new skateboard-looking thing is called the GM Ultima platform. It's a battery platform that's going to be the baseline of all of their cars. Okay. They're they're promising, GM is promising 30 cars, 30 electric vehicles by 2025. That's uh, pretty soon. That is pretty soon. They got to get cracking. They got to get cracking.
2: Considering that's only 2024 if we're going by car rules. Very true. Well, <laughs> they might be talking about
0: the 2026 model year because yeah, they'll yeah. come anyway. So they, so they do have a little bit of flex. <laughs> But, uh, one, I hate it. I hate the commercials because the commercials are an advertisement for a product that does Doesn't not be- exist. Yeah, yeah, They're just going, we're going to do a thing. Kind of like when, when the, one of the guys you went to high school or college with is like, yeah, I'm uh, working on my book. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, what's it about? Well, it's kind of this interesting novel. Um, it's about a character who's like a rogue interesting guy who goes around solving people's problems and gets embroiled in this political uh, conspiracy where he has to kind of unravel things because he's an expert at everything. Like, yeah, I see a uh, six foot two of brown hair that's kind of curly and blue eyes. Uh, yes, he does. That's crazy. He does huh. look just like me. <laughs> I like, go, uh, yeah. How much of you do you have written? Like, well, I don't really have it written per se, but I got it's a pretty head. good outline yeah. of what's going to happen. You have the outline written down. No, I have the outline in my head. Yeah. Uh, so you're not writing a book, you're just an asshole. Yeah. Every, every <laughs> spoiler. Everyone does that. That's what GM's advertising. Yes. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine if like George R.R. Martin put out a commercial? It's like, I'm gonna write the uh Game of Thrones finale book eventually.
2: I mean it's kinda what it's kind of what we're facing now, really. That's not even the finale book either.
0: Oh, it's not. The he, next
2: one, Wins of Winter. I'm pretty sure it's not the finale book.
0: Oh no! Yeah. yeah.
2: So, in any case, he's or, got- uh, or if you pull up Patrick Rothfuss. And
0: oh, his, do, his his little his series, Doors of Stone, yeah.
2: which I think the la- the latest news I heard was that it's not even going to be as long as the last book was. Yeah. Is, it, you mean it's sh- you mean it's shorter, and it still isn't out.
0: <laughs> in any case, I don't. It's uh, what is what is it? The dopamine, it's the dopamine hint of saying uh, like when you go on the internet and you go like, yeah, someone should make a parody of, uh, can't touch this, uh-huh. but about how Maddox can't serve you, can't sue you. Yeah. Right. And then you should get Ken Dahl and Hyde to do the hee hees instead of the ho, ho, oh, 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 uh-huh. oh, oh, Yeah. I, 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 I don't think I ever told anybody about that, but I started that. I wrote, I wrote, oh, a, yeah. I started writing a parody of can't touch this. That can't was This." Uh, it was can't sue this. I I think. Yeah. Um the problem was the problem was I got I got like one verse in yeah and that's all I had it, it was pretty good yeah and then that was all I had yeah yeah and I tried a second verse and it wasn't good and I thought like I don't you know I I asked I thought it'd be really funny I would rap it yeah and then Ken and Hyde would do hee hees instead yeah. of oh 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 uh-huh. in the background yeah and that would be the song but instead of going on Twitter and being like, I am going to do this song with Kendall yes. and Hyde and then not releasing it like I didn't ever release the alphabet of socially conscious whatever, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah.
2: Blah. You made it to, like...
0: Uh, I made it to, like, Jay. Yeah, you made it pretty far. The problem with that one was that uh, in order to write that, I had to hear Maddox's voice in yes. my head, and it just got it just got to be a miserable experience. Uh-huh. It started out fun. It was like, ah, oh, I can... I'm, ripping through these and then they start getting shorter and shorter. Well they got they got shorter, but it was also just I just couldn't stand to hear that. (laughs) I can't stand to hear his voice. I cannot stand him as a human being. But in any case, that's what this GM Ultima battery is. So I hate that aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. But the other thing that I hate about this whole advertising campaign is that it's not the first time GM (laughs) has done this. This isn't like a brand new thing that no one, that they're going like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a, uh, we're going to do this new platform where we're going to build everything off of one platform and stuff's going to be compatible because they did this. Let me see if I can find a way to add this. I can add this image to the stream. Not that one. They did this one. I added it to the stream. I added it over you, Tim, because I am the most important thing. If you're watching the video, it what does that look like, Tim? It looks like a big old skateboard. It looks like a big old skateboard. Let me get a picture of the GM Ultima so we can compare it. It looks like just a big skateboard. It's kind of got some curvy lines or whatever. And then this is, this is that I'm about to post is the GM Ultima. Oh, shit. Why can't I get like just a straightforward photo of this stupid thing?
2: Because it doesn't exist. Uh, that's true. Even they this. have
0: it. They have it in the fucking. Uh, they have Do it they? in the commercial, or is that CGI? Uh, they're standing on something.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a big old green block. That's <laughs> that's a good as good
0: an explanation as anything. So, just for the sake of of illustration to my point, I'm going to also show this picture. I should have had all this prep, but I probably didn't, didn't do that. So this this one that's already pictured is the the old one. That's the old one. That is the GM. What is that? What is that one called? That's the that's the other thing. Is they all have these stupid words. The high V is the hydrogen one. Okay. So this is the Ultima. That's kind of that's. I'm just gonna cover you up. Fuck you, Tim. So the is the one on top. It's the gold battery with the four wheels. Not to be confused with the white sled with the four wheels that was called the GM Autonomy. autonomy. 2002, GM revealed the Autonomy, which was the idea of this concept car where it was going to be a big skateboard and you'd put different shit on top of it.
2: Well, the new one looks like uh, if, you made a, if you made a Hot Wheels out of a s'more. That one... And I think, believe this is it with its first, uh, that's
0: definitely like a future car design. So this is the next step of it. W- in 2002, they later came out with this, which is the high wire, which is now, now instead of a battery on bottom, we're going to be doing a hydrogen hydrogen car yeah. and they announced this whole thing. So it's basically a skateboard, right? You're going to be able to put different platforms on top of the skateboard, a A sedan, a coupe, a truck, a van, whatever you need. Now, the biggest problem with this that I can see as a person who understands how cars work is that, uh, most of it, most of what makes a car, a different kind of car Uh is suspension, not just engine and wheels Uh and wheelbase, but suspension, My car has a way different suspension than even a small truck like a Ford Ranger. Ford Rangers have big bouncing springs that that really absorb Uh the energy, whereas my car has pretty short travel, hard springs that you feel the road. You don't want to drive a Honda Accord with a more performance Mustang GT Uh uh suspension setup because it's not going to be a comfortable ride. You want a nice smooth ride where when you hit a pothole, the whole wheel kind of articulates up and to you, the car doesn't really move at all. Yeah. So I the first big problem I see with this is by putting this all together, there's no picture of suspension here. Nope. Similarly, I don't want a nice big cushy suspension in my performance car so that when I'm going through a turn, the car feels like it's going to roll over. <laughs> The other big problem that I have with this is so not only did they announce an existing smooth skateboard almost two, twenty years ago, yeah, that never went anywhere, but they also they're doing that again, and everybody forgot about this, I think, except for me. That's uh-huh. what really pisses me off is that I feel like I'm the only guy who really remembers this whole uh, high V uh, autonomy thing that they started. I'm adding the high V in. It's that's it's like body that they put onto it. Yeah. So they're saying they're going to put a bunch of different bodies on this. But the thing that I love about the commercial is that they go, they're making a car for me. They're making a car for me. And I'm sure what that means is a guy who drives a truck, uh-huh. a guy who drives an SUV, a guy who drives a crossover. Yeah. Like, where's the car for me? A guy that likes to work on his own vehicle and like do some some modifications to make it perform a little bit better or have a little bit of custom styling that only, only my car has this exact setup of stuff. Fuck you.
2: That's where that
0: car is for you. Yeah, They don't want you. You got to bring this car into the dealership because the dealership. Do you think that Meineke is going to know how to fix your fucking electric motors? No, sir. You're going to have to come to the dealership for everything. And that's what really lies at the heart of the GM Ultima. It's 30 cars that can only be fixed in one place. Yeah. They're gonna end not only not only one place, but I'm sure there's only gonna be like one or two mechanics that really know how to fix that shit in the at the GM dealership. Yeah. So you're gonna go in and be like, yeah, I need. Um, I need a front end alignment on my GM Ultima Silverado, my, uh-huh. my Chevy G- Silverado Ultima. I'm sure that's what the, the, that'll be called. And they'll go, okay, we can get you in in three weeks. <laughs> what do you mean in three weeks? The car jerks to the left all the time. I, I, yeah, three weeks because there's it uses a whole different kind of suspension geometry than other things, and we don't have all our suspension guys trained. There's only one suspension guy, three weeks. Uh, yeah, there's a recall on the motor that drives your front wheels. It's going to be seven months to get that fixed because every Ultima owner in the Tulsa area is bringing their car in. So, what if it explodes? Well, then you should have brought it in. Good luck. You, you need to just not drive it for a while. Like when the, we had the the airbag, the passenger recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't have anyone riding the passenger seat for a while. Like, I called about this three months ago and you said that you couldn't get me in until March. I'm supposed to just. Make Tim ride in the back seat for the <laughs> next couple months. No, I'm just gonna risk it.
2: Fuck it. Like an Uber.
0: These cars, these I I will bet money that this car never shows up. The same way the autonomy uh-huh. never became the high V became the next thing. They're gonna this is gonna disappear because here's the biggest problem with electric vehicles and why I'm against them. We just saw in Texas huge rolling blackouts. Yep. Right they couldn't deliver power to the people now if you have a gasoline powered car you have somewhere that you can get warm a little bit yeah when we had the big ice storm here in Tulsa the couple of times we were warm was when we went on drives around town which we went on drives around town to try and find gas yeah <laughs> cuz it was real hard to find gas um and when we took showers because our Our gas, our water heater was was on gas, gas. so it was we had hot water. Those are the two times where we were really truly warm during that whole thing. Yep. Now, if you have an electric car and your power's out for a week, can't go nowhere. How are you going to charge it? You can't go anywhere. You can't go to work anymore. On and that's that's the worst case scenario. That's not even talking about the the regular usage for a, a. Hydrogen or electric car, which is what if I have to drive more than two hours for any reason? Yep. What, you know, I'm we're gonna we're gonna all drive down to Disneyland. Oh well, you're gonna be stopping every four hours to charge your car for 35 minutes. Yep, so. Get and, and and hope that there's a supercharger or whatever charging station on the way that you can stop. At. I mean, you have to plan your route around that. Now. Exactly. That's why the natural gas cars never like
2: we gotta go. We gotta go up into Wyoming now.
0: Yeah, never really, really, really caught on because uh, while California put in a natural gas yeah. highway, nobody else did. <laughs> like, do you know where to get natural gas for your cars in Tulsa? You can't. There's only a handful of places. You can get them at the turnpike gas stations, uh-huh it, and that's only been in the last like five years. You can get them. There's a place in West Tulsa, there's a place in North Tulsa, and I think there's a couple of places in Southeast Tulsa that you can get gas, but it's not it's not like regular gasoline. It's not even like ethanol free gasoline. I put an ethanol free gasoline in my car. It limits the number of gas stations I can go to
1: hmm.
0: yeah. These electric cars will never work out. This is a scam. This is a good... Because when they did this, they also changed their logo. They've had the same GM logo forever. Blue field, white letters, capital G, capital M, and a sans serif font. They changed it with this to be a a lowercase G and M in a light blue, which is, in in our minds, the color of electricity. Yeah. And there's a little line under the M, which is, I'm sure, significant of something. And it's inside a little black square.
2: They want a roof, they went flat.
0: It went, yeah. And so this is the ultima is the rollout of this new logo. It's the rollout of the idea of an electric car, 30 electric vehicles by 2025. And they're leading the way. And you should like GM. But in the meantime, why don't you just go ahead and buy a, a Chevy Silverado yep. or a Cadillac Escalade or whatever other piece of shit car they're selling these days? Because the thing that we're advertising, the big commercial, is a car that doesn't exist. Yeah. It's a platform that doesn't exist. It's a platform that they tried to sell you before. I love concept cars. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, I think they're really cool. We just I usually thought, don't
2: put them in commercials and say we're gonna. This is coming out in
0: yeah, sometime soon. I had a Hot Wheel of the High V, which I thought was dope. Yeah, and the thing was that I wanted. So the Hot Wheel you had the skateboard, which was autonomy was I think electric, and the High V was a hydrogen. Yeah. So the the High V Hot Wheel, you could pull the the passenger cabin off the skateboard uh-huh. and you have the skateboard rolling around and I always wanted to see okay this is your concept for a coupe where's the concept for the truck you yeah. know, or the yeah. van like my mom drives a minivan my dad drives a pickup truck where's, where's the thing that reflects what our lives are my friend's parents drive a four door sedan and they never they just like look at how cool this, this coupe looks like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but what, about, what, the other what about the other ones yeah. uh, uh, But what, but this is cool you should buy GM cars because we are so awesome. And the truth is you're really not. You're stu- your shit stinks. This Ultima, this gold battery is garbage.
2: It looks like a s'more on wheels.
0: It does. It was, it was garbage in 2002. That's why you didn't make it into a car. <laughs> so don't lie to me. Don't pretend like I'm an idiot for remembering your promises not that it is a promise. Concept cars sure. aren't promises. You're not, not guaranteed.
2: Well, now they are.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They are making, they are showing us a concept car and saying you're gonna get one. Yeah. I love it. The commercial, the commercial is the skateboard, and then they draw a blue line over it, like oh, it's gonna be a truck, it's, a it's gonna be an SUV, yeah. it's gonna be yeah. a car, it's gonna be all these things. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> it could be anything. It's like buying a lottery ticket. Oh, when I win this 300000000 dollars million, I'm gonna pay off the house, I'm gonna buy Tim a golden cod piece i'm gonna buy trucking nice. and tucking a, a brand new tr- tesla Cybertruck. Uh-huh. uh he's gonna have to wait a couple of years <laughs> <laughs> and uh and i'm gonna get myself this whole collection of cool cars that's what the gm ultimate is it's dreaming of a day when they'll make a car that d- an electric car that doesn't suck there's never gonna happen man we just can't beat gasoline right now yeah. I'm not against you making electric cars because the more and more we develop electric battery technology and charging technology, the closer we'll be to a future of electric cars. I do think electric cars will exist in the future. Yeah, yeah, of course. But the ones we have right now are garbage yep. and you trying to sell me on your company not being a piece of shit because you're making an electric car in Mexico not going to work.
2: Are we we, ha- we currently we have to be at the stage right where like we can have the current electric car where we're like you can't drive more than 2 hours on a charge. Uh-huh. That is also like, oh yeah, but I've got to have a tank of gas in here.
0: Yeah, that that was what the Chevy Volt was. Oh, really? The Chevy Volt was an electric car. It had an electric engine and in the back was a gasoline engine.
2: Yeah, a backup that, engine.
0: That charged the battery. Okay. It it powered it was a generator that would then charge the battery. That's the way my dad's car is because it's a hybrid.
2: Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I guess those are hybrids. I was just—I was thinking more of like, uh, well, I used all my electric battery. Now it's switching over to to my gas. Yes, uh, because I don't need this every day. Usually, every day my electric is fine, but when I went to take, when I wanted to go road trip on the weekend, it switches over to gas. So I only have to fill it up every once every four months.
0: Yeah, that's a hybrid. Yeah. There's a there's a BMW electric car. And I think it has a very small engine that takes a, a, is it the I3? Yeah. It has a very small engine that that's will tiny charge thing, it yeah. uh, enough to the idea being enough to get you somewhere to yeah. charge the car. Yeah. I believe that's the way it works. I know someone who has one and I seem to remember yeah. him saying that there was a little generator in it to get you to somewhere where, but the, here's the other big problem. So talking about, talking about weather, talking about, Blackouts. Oh, yeah. Do you know what lithium-ion batteries hate?
2: Uh, Weather change. Rapid weather change. Specifically
0: the cold. Yeah. Lithium-ion, when it gets cold, they can lose up to 40% of their charge. So you drive your electric car out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can drive. I can drive. I have a 400-mile battery. I'm only driving 100 miles. Uh-huh. I drive 100 miles out. I park the car. Temperature drops to freezing. Now you've got. Now I've got only. an uh, Five miles. Yeah. yeah. I've got a hundred five miles to get home, and I can't run the heater while it's charging. So yeah. it's just it's just not a good model. It's not a good model for most people.
2: Nope.
0: And I'm sure you know you can't let them sit just sit and and wait. You know, my yeah. I can park my car for I think up to three months before the gas goes bad. And if I want, I can park my car long term doing a few simple things yeah. to winter to weatherize it to sit get it off its tires clear the gas system put fresh oil in it and then i can come back fill it up with gas drop it back on its wheels and start her up on one try zoom disconnect the battery start up on one try and drive the car out of a storage unit can't do that with an electric car nope
2: unless you live in uh la i guess what do you mean I mean, because but even they have more infrastructure. But
0: yeah, I, it'll I trickle. It'll trickle down and die.
2: Yeah. So.
0: Don't buy it. Don't buy the hype. GM Ultimo's hype. It's a scam. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I can feel it in there my by, bones. We
2: won't be there by 2026 because even if we are there by 2026, the tech is based on 2021.
0: Well, that also doesn't even doesn't even begin to factor in. Right, the average age of of a consumer vehicle is seven years. Really. I believe so. So the ultima has to in two thousand let's say two thousand twenty four, they roll out the twenty twenty five models and yeah. it, they've got all thirty cars, all thirty electric cars. Now those will all sell in two thousand twenty five and they'll be back on the market in by probably twenty thirty two. Yeah. They'll be on the used car lots for people to start buying. Sure. In in general. There'll be some before that, right? but my cell phone yep when i plug it in and charge yeah. it too much the battery starts to not work too good yep. so am i going to buy you know am i going to buy a tesla roadster in 5 years that you know it's like oh yeah it has a 400 mile capacity but uh you know the battery's kind of worn out so it's really more like you know 240 yeah. I'm like well what
2: <laughs> uh, we got to get past cell technology to fix that
0: yeah you got to fix fix
2: your cell phone charger. Your laptop percentage. doesn't your laptop doesn't really work for for 8 hours without a charge anymore, <laughs> yeah. does it? Yeah. More like uh 8 minutes. And then you
0: and then you buy a brand new battery for your laptop and you pop it in there and you go like, "Whoa!" Whoa. And that lasts for about 6 months. Uh-huh. Yeah. I I just don't buy it. I just don't buy the hype and I I hate being I hate being exposed to a scam, and it's such an it feels like such an obvious scam to me, this whole GM Ultima. But maybe I'll be proved wrong, but I doubt it. I doubt it. The autonomy didn't make it, the high V didn't make it. It's done. Yeah. So, well, that's it. That's my issue. And that's this week's episode. So uh, sure is. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Jim the Handlebreaker. Till next week. We'll catch you next time. See ya. Call into the Here's Get Hotline. Call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can leave us a voicemail on the Discord under the Discord upload uh, if you don't want to have to call in or do anything. I think we've got a few voicemails in the voicemail hotline.
3: Hey, what's up, boys? Matt from Minnesota here. I uh, just wanted to call. I got a couple of things. just uh, wanted to settle some... Are not subtle. guy. I'm fucking out of it. So, I uh ordered some shit from Walmart uh, the other night. Would have been Monday night. And received like half my order the next day. So, uh, if you need something shipped quickly, I guess go through Walmart. And then I was... I'm trying not to take the bait on you assholes talking about the weather so much, because... You know, Matt from Minnesota. I, I think I'm cold. Anyway, uh I wasn't gonna do that, but then the other week Tim said, you know, these assholes are gonna be talking about, oh, it's forty degrees and I'm sweating and today it was thirty seven and I took my dog for a walk wearing just like a light sweater. Yeah. And uh got home and I was fucking sweating. So fuck you, Tim.
0: Congratulations. <laughs> you took the beat. All right. Uh, peace out. I mean, that's the way it is here. It's like in the 50s this week and it's like, oh, man, I can just wear this light. Yep. I can just wear a hoodie or, or my jacket. I don't have to wear my hoodie and my jacket. Uh, we got one here.
3: I just witnessed a woman in the McDonald's drive through order 12 shamrock shakes.
1: them. <laughs>
0: Twelve, <laughs> like what, what the fuck? She's probably taking him all the work. Yeah. Shamrock's shake is the worst shake.
2: Uh, yeah yeah it's it's because yes, I have one like every ten once every ten years. Ten years,
0: yeah, yeah and I'm I just go shamrock shake. That's like a okay. Let me just, oh
2: it's awful. I think <laughs> I
0: had mine last year. Yeah. And uh, I hadn't had one since two thousand ten. So, yeah.
2: I much if we're going fast food shakes, Arby's, Jamoka Shake, all the way. Oh no! Oh, it's no. oh yeah, oh no, yeah, not even oh not, yeah, not even not even in the top five of shakes. Oh yes, no. You ever gotten a uh, birthday cake shake from Brahms?
0: I was thinking them from uh, Sonic, but I am sure oh. they're basically the same thing. Probably, yeah.
2: Except Brahms is like electric blue for some reason. Oh
0: no, the Sonic one is is white, but it's like filled with dough colored dough pieces and uh dough i don't know if oh. it's dough but it's like it's cake material it's like they cooked a bunch of cakes diced them up and threw yeah, it's in, a saucer it's called cake yeah that's <laughs> why it's a birthday cake thing yeah and then it also the same,
2: brown's the same thing but they're they're for some reason their birthday cake ice cream is electric blue that's like weird. the color of blue icing on a birthday yeah. cake yeah. but just that it's, it's odd it's <laughs> odd
0: now the the best shake is uh is the one that i invented can't hear the voicemails, only our
4: reactions.
0: What the fuck? I thought you fixed that. I thought so too.
2: Could
4: you hear the theme?
2: No theme or news.
4: Hey, Guy 69 here uh, with a message specifically for Tad. Uh, not really for the show. And um, it's a weird one, really. It's just, uh, just speaking from my personal experience of being diagnosed with um, autism spectrum disorder last year and uh, being on the high functioning side i wondered tab if you have ever been diagnosed or looked into that <laughs> the, that's to say that you know you may have what used to be called um asperger's syndrome until 2018 probably it's yeah. it really it's difficult to say it without it sounding like an insult or a joke or a meme or <laughs> yeah. something but there's <laughs> it does. things about um about what you said about even your father. I mean, I look back at my own father, father's <laughs> characteristics and it's very clear that he's way further on the spectrum than I am. It, my diagnosis came about as part of couples counseling, which I undertook about this time last year. And it's just the fact of like preferring solitude, having a very logical mind, um, a, a kind of need to sort of collect things and have things in order and to kind of freak out a bit when things don't make logical sense to you. Um, being very creative, Somewhere being a very good go. mimic, <laughs> I look at the madcock's character, and my own experience of, of feeling like um, I was going through life wearing a mask of humanity. And it was a relief, you know, to find out. So this genuinely comes from a place of love, and I won't bang on for, for too much longer. I think you're great, and I don't think you need to change in any way, but what I would say is, for me, finding out that I am quite far on the spectrum has been a revelation. And there's so much help, so many books available about what it means to be on the spectrum and just to help you make more sense, particularly of things like relationships, um, you know, because emotional communication is a real weak point for those with ASD. Um, And yes, there's a lot of good books out there. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's, it is I would say it's worth looking into. And if you do feel, if you if you read about it or you, I don't know if you can get a diagnosis, but you end up feeling you are on the spectrum, there's loads of help out there, which I just think, speaking from personal experience, can really improve your quality of life, really improve a person's quality of life and help the, the world be, uh, kind of make a bit more sense or kind of be a kinder place for you um and that's it really i would say no no offense intended it's not my place to say it. i definitely would accept fuck you boner guys <laughs> but god bless you and whatever you do anyway mate um you do a great show uh you know i can't thank you enough for that and peace
0: yeah, I, uh, I haven't been diagnosed, but I've just assumed I've been autistic for a long time. Yeah, uh,
2: we've talked about this
0: show yeah. before. Yeah, uh, the, uh, we probably both ha- are somewhere on there. Yeah, I am probably way deeper on there than you <laughs> Maybe. are. Maybe
2: <laughs> hey, you never know. Um, it might be like it might be. I might be on the like the like the you know past past zero. You know what I mean? We've well, like so gone all, far, all the way around. The way around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the,
0: uh, uh, my sister, my one of my sisters has was is. Officially diagnosed as being on the autism spectrum, mm. and uh, a lot of her hangups are the same hangups that I have. Yeah, my dad also has. Yeah, and some of the stuff, some of the things that I do, even harken back to my paternal grandmother. Really? Yeah. So I think that I think that on the genetic side, it's all coming through from my dad's side huh. of the family. But uh, yeah, I, I haven't gone to go get a diagnosis because as soon as you have a diagnosis, then everybody starts to uh, treat you differently. Yeah. So instead of instead of just being an asshole and having to pretend to act like a normal person, uh, I would just, you know, oh, are you autistic? Like, yeah. OK, then we can just let you be a fucking weirdo because yeah. that's the way it is for kids now. Yes. It's like, oh, you're you're on you're autistic. So you're on an IEP. So you get to kind of do whatever you want. And i'm i'm against that i'm against i don't i don't need victim points i, I get it i'm an asshole <laughs> i have to it, deal with you yeah you also have to deal with me so i'm
2: it doesn't really change whether or not it's because of
0: yeah just because we have a a cause a name it for it doesn't make it yeah not a problem yeah. so i'm happy to just i'm happy to just keep on going until until they're like you know, I needed a reason to not take wear a mask or take yeah. a vaccine. Yeah. Maybe I should go get diagnosed. Yeah, I go pass that test of flying. Cold. Yes, uh, sir. You got a hundred. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, <fucking human. laughs> I'm autistic as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Can't take any more vaccines.
2: I'll get super autism. Uh, Quantum leap dot gif. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely. Um, I, I can definitely self reflect enough. I don't. Yeah, I yeah. think that that's what that's what puts me just under the Asperger's line. Uh, there's actually there's a great book called "Look Me in the Eye," and it's by this guy who was on who was at on has Asperger's uh-huh. and he's had it his whole life. But he grew up in the '60s and '70s. Yes, when or that was shit like, wasn't allowed. Yeah, and so you just <laughs> smacked your kids. Yeah, and it's fascinating because he went on to make he went on to be the guitar tech for kiss and do a bunch of the effects for their stuff and creating his own electronics and he made little handheld games and he talks about having to you know, de- develop coping mechanisms but he's
2: not tommy thayer uh
0: i don't know he's
2: his, he's the, he's their current guitar no current no guitar he's, he's not their current one who used to be a tech yeah
0: he was he was uh he was a tech he was one a long long time ago gotcha. and my friend loaned the book to me and she said i read this and i thought that it was it was uh, you. And I said, I don't know whether or not. John Elder Robinson. Huh. I don't know. Look me in the eye. My life with Asperger's. He was he was diagnosed way late in life. I was like, I don't know if I should be insulted by this or what. <laughs> but uh, No, I don't take really take it personally. In fact, I agree with it. We can pretend
2: that you, you take it personally, though. Fuck you, Boner <laughs> Guy 69.
0: Here's what I don't get. Women who always have a damn problem with something. And I mean physically It's either oh I had a headache I have a migraine Oh my back hurt Oh my feet hurt My ankles hurt My knees I have a ba- my headache
3: again Oh I have a migraine And it's like You've had 20 migraines in the past year Isn't that supposed to be some
0: debilitating Like you go to Harmful the <laughs> hurtful Headache Or I don't know I've never had a migraine So maybe Fuck I've had migraines before they're, they're miserable. They're the worst headaches on earth. Yeah. But, uh, I, I don't really, I know. Um, I know that people get migraines, where right? They're like, Oh yeah, I get a migraine and I just can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. And I go, yeah, when I get a migraine, that's what I'd like to do. I would like to go lay on the bathroom floor where the floor is nice and cold. Uh-huh. And, uh, Try and sleep, fall asleep, so that yeah. I wake up and it's gone, and also be close to the toilet in case I vomit because that's what happens uh-huh. a lot. But sometimes you can't do that, and you just got to power through. And for whatever reason, uh, probably autism, I'm able to power through them. <laughs> not that they're not awful, not that I can't yeah. see, and my head isn't killing me. But sure, yeah, th- no, but that's men in general, because yeah, 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 like Tim. Let's be honest with ourselves. How many aches and pains are you feeling right now?
2: Uh, a couple.
0: Yeah, but. You haven't said a fucking word about him all day.
2: No. It's not like, oh, well, I did mention my ear earlier, but that's it was quite, quite, painful. quite painful. Yeah.
0: Like my shoulder has been aching yeah. since I fell on the ice two weeks ago.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: That's
0: just like, I guess I'll just live with that forever. But a woman, a woman like that, oh, it's like, oh man, can you do the dishes? My, my shoulders really starting to like, yeah. <laughs> I helped you carry in the groceries, but I, I tweaked my knee at work and it's just, I just kind of feel like maybe I need to put it up or maybe put it on some ice or whatever. It's like, well, I, I noticed you, you said that your knee hurts, but I see you walking back and forth to the fridge quite a bit. Uh-huh. Well, maybe you could stop doing that. Well, could you get me
2: something? The migraine no. thing specifically. Uh, Women just, always have headaches. Yeah. It just seems to be a, a, a female thing. It's because they don't drink enough fucking water. <laughs>
0: it's probably what it comes down to. I drink a lot of water. I don't have a lot of headaches until except for when they're caused by something. And it's usually caused by drinking too much the night before. You're
2: gonna say women.
0: (laughs) That's better. That is a better one. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that you gotta you gotta stay hydrated. And I I think that I think that the the way through a lot of life's problems is staying hydrated. Not to be a weirdo. Yeah. Uh Andrew Bercher says, "Apparently, Tab seems to have met my wife from that description."
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, sorry, you married a basic bitch.
0: <laughs> I I don't get it. I don't get it because they do. It's always like I'm. I think I'm getting a headache. I'm gonna go lie down. It's like just just say you want to take a nap on yeah. Saturday. We all, we all do. We all do. We all do. But you gave me this long list of bullshit. I got to work on. Yeah. Now I, someone was talking about. I think it was on the Dick Show Discord about the way you know. A man wakes up before a woman, right? Mm -hmm. He's got to get all the stuff. And he is, he is a ninja. Everything's total stealth. No lights on. Find your clothes. Slip out of the house. You put your car in neutral and just push it out of the driveway. (laughs) You kind of use a little bit of natural hill to get rolling before you start the car. Woman, woman gets up before you and it's just like. (laughs) Oh sorry, you trying to sleep? I was just uh I'm just getting ready for work real quick. I know your alarm is gone for another 35 minutes, but my I gotta go in early day because I got a meeting. I got a bunch of stuff to you. You want me to pack your you lines? You know what? I'm up now. I'm up now, okay? Is that what you wanted, bitch? Is that what you wanted? Yeah, you know how I woke up this morning? By right. someone slamming cabinets.
2: No, my my mom came in my room. She was looking for her uh like a US. She's got like a USB hub uh-huh. thing, right she, she, she thought, thought you it. stole it she thought i stole it for some reason not that i like just don't have my own she's like it's got to be somewhere it's probably by your computer somewhere guess where it was by your computer by the computer
0: <laughs> oh man like, well
2: i'm up now i guess
0: can you uh do these things that i need done yeah, yeah. i guess
2: so <laughs> how convenient for you <laughs>
3: Oh, I also wanted to throw in there, uh, and my state has the infrastructure to deal with the cold. So it's a lot easier on us up here, but yeah, 40 degrees is still pretty hot when you've been dealing with negative 20 for two weeks. So
0: what do you guys do to remove the snow? (laughs) That's what I want to know. Start chipping that shit down here because we don't got a fucking clue. Not a fucking clue, man. (laughs) Uh. Do you have flamethrowers? What is going on? What is your secrets? Well, That's it. That's all. That's all we got this week. Thank you, everybody, for supporting the show. We'll see you again next week. And uh, hopefully, even though I fucking fixed it already this week. Yeah. uh, Hopefully, the fucking stream works correctly. Son of a bitch. This is pissing me off. So uh, I'll catch you guys next week.